play where greatness is always waiting welcome to the playstation experience i am your host delvin cox and with me as always is the platinum princess herself miss Haley nicole miller somebody turn on your headphones because i can hear you in my headphones <laughs> and all oh, yeah I, I can i can hear you fine i was i was kind of scratching my head that's oh, no, all i'm sorry I, said, I, can, I can hear myself in one of your headphones i was gonna turn down your headphones Oh, whatever. I don't I, think I hear myself anymore. My, my headphones don't have a volume thing. They're just a pair of skull candies. Well, fuck it. <laughs> also with us is the Lord and Savior of PSVG, my boy, Lord Snurts. How you doing, buddy? Uh, <laughs> I'm doing well, thanks. Glad to be back at it with uh, two rad people to talk about nerd stuff. Yeah, we're here. Talk about video games, play some video games, and all that other stuff. I don't know how we do here, but we're just here. <laughs> we 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 also talk about TV occasionally, as noted by, you know, <laughs> one yeah. of our questions this I week. <laughs> yeah, that's that is indeed a question this week. We are uh play some video games, PSXP, and watch some TV show. Oh yeah, I don't yeah. mind talking a little bit about TV and movies, you know, especially. Uh, just the beginning, not to dive too deep into it like we do the gaming stuff, but it's fun to hear what people are watching and what their opinions are of it. It's not you're in the oh, minority. Yeah. Oh, and okay. I don't mean you're black. I just mean you're in the minority. No, no, no. no. I didn't. Yeah, no, I, I didn't. I didn't think I have to give up like my card right away or anything yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. No, okay. no. It's uh, don't worry. They know it's an integral part of the show at this point. It's not going anywhere. So, <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Not going yeah. anywhere because we don't care. Yeah, well, <laughs> not even just that. Like as much as he rags on about it, uh, uh, he still listens to the show. So yeah, yeah, it's his fault. He has no, he has no choice but to listen to the show. It's his, it's his <laughs> network. That's how that works. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody, else can, uh, everybody else can talk about random sports stuff or what have you on the PlayStation video game network. I think we could talk a little TV. So, uh, speak, speaking of, hi, Donnie. Donnie. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, who do we go with first? Any, mini, mighty, mo, catch a Haley Barto. Haley, okay. go first. Uh, hi. Uh, so, my week's been interesting. I just worked 12 shifts in nine days. Uh, <laughs> uh, and now I get a day off, so that's nice. Uh, 
it's it's been it's been something. Um, you know, uh, January is busy for inventory, so you know. Uh, I worked at Polo today. That was not fun. I forgot that was still a thing. Oh wow! Still have the little uh, guy on the horse. Yes, Ralph Lauren. <laughs> yep. That's what I was on the horse. It's a Polo. Like the game, yeah, yeah, but but, game. but that's what that's supposed to be Ralph Lauren on the horse. Yes, it's supposed to be Ralph Lauren on the horse. That's I why it's called that. Ralph. La- that's why it's called Ralph Lauren Polo. But I didn't realize that was supposed to be him on the shirt. I guess whatever. <laughs> um, we're getting off at the banger. I don't know. <laughs> I, their back shirt. their back room was a pain in the ass. It's all folded. It sucked. Yeah. We started. We started at nine. Uh, we finished at two. Which is a lot better than my boss's previous estimation of finishing at 7 p.m. So yeah, that'd have been bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, other than that, uh, this will shock nobody. Uh, I started rewatching Supernatural, and I'm all the way up to season eight, halfway through that right now. Uh, the Shadow Heart store. I I do not think Shadow Heart would wear polo. Just. Pointing that out. <laughs> Shadow Heart is the hot topic, girl. Just let's go there. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hot topic for which, sure. Uh, which is, funnily enough, the one store in town we don't inventory for clothes. We don't do hot topic. They do yeah, their own. Y'all not cool enough to do hot topic. Y'all do I'm just happy to hear hot topic is still around. Oh, yeah, still Shadow around. Shadow Heart yeah. is a horse? Nah. You know, uh, nah. I'm sure it's an actual horse. I just don't know. Uh, yeah, probably, Daniel. Uh, I Last night, I finished watching LARP and the Real Girl, which is the uh, Braveheart episode, essentially. Uh, Dean, Dean recites a bunch of lines from Braveheart and then runs into battle with a fake sword. It's, it's I don't interesting. Know what any of this is. Uh huh. I'm so lost. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but. Uh, beyond that, uh, I'm aware. Of still watch, still watching Reacher season two. Very good, very good. Stuff. Oh, that show stinks. What? I've heard from several people that Reacher stinks, and I didn't watch it. I I have uh, active group chat, and they're all about the Reacher. So it's, so it is good. I mean, so let me put it this way, Delvin. Reacher season one was so good. As soon as it came out on iTunes, I bought it instantly. I also bought the first book. It's on my nightstand. Oh, they have, um, the, they have books from the show. No, the sh- the books existed I, first. It's I know, based, I know, based. I know, but they sometimes make books based off the show. Based off, so the there show. is a book with a cover for the first season, and there's now a book with a cover for the second season. Which, but so here's the fun thing: season one follows book one, right? You'd expect book two to be season two. No, book eleven is season two. <laughs> All right. uh. I, I, I'm I'm sad that I asked that question. <laughs> so um, is, it of, is it like one continuous story? Like the book just keeps no, going regardless it, of the you show? Can, you can, so you can jump in wherever you like. Um, they're usually self-contained stories. Uh, <laughs> right. um, but uh, I've really enjoyed season two. Uh, it's I find uh, the ensemble cast Kind of takes away a bit from Reacher's vibe in season one, but it's very good. Uh, all right, I'll get into what I've been playing. This is the perfect uh, way to describe our show. What a beautiful mess of a show this is. That is yeah. very accurate for this show in my life, Donnie. 
It, it, it is. Oh, no. It is. Your life is way worse than this show. Yeah, way worse. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in what I've been playing news, uh, I've played some Cyberpunk this week. I just did some side gigs and stuff while killing time. Uh, played some Baldur's Gate 3, where I started solving the open hand temple murders. Did y'all vote on the poll, by the way? I did. Uh, yeah. You know damn well what I voted for. Yes. Yeah, well, you guys are same. losing. Uh, well, <laughs> thanks. I kind of figured that when half of our Discord could not give a fuck about Baldur's Gate. <laughs> yes. You guys are losing very bad. So, so um, they didn't even add Alan Wake to the vote, by the way, which is kind of fucked up, but whatever. Hey, Delvin, I expected you to play Alan Wake for the podcast and then never touch it again, which is, from what I gather, since I haven't had a chance to listen to PSVG this week, exactly what happened. No, it, that's not exactly what happened. I, I've been playing it. It's just I got to a part I didn't like. And they were like, you should probably stop playing this game. And I was like, okay, let's take it to a fan vote. You guys can vote for what game I play. Do I continue playing Alan Wake? Do I play Baldur's Gate 3? Or do I go to um, Prince, of Persia. Prince of Persia? And Dev, being the person he is, didn't even add Alan Wake to the equation. Yeah, we, <laughs> we, we, I knew that would happen because yes. those two don't give a like. Donnie understands, to Donnie's credit, Donnie understands what Alan Wake 2 is all about. It's just yeah. not Donnie's game. Light twist the game. Dev, Dev could not give a fuck about Alan Wake. So. Yeah. Because my uh, whole thing was, I, I like the saga sections. I think saga is great. I just mm-hmm. did not, I was not feeling the Alan section I played at all. Alan sections are, so like, again, I don't have many criticisms of Alan Wake 2 except Alan's plot board. Um, but um, why would he? He, he, didn't, he doesn't have to. Dev, Dev is the type of gamer that he knows what he's about. Dev like, is a I'm not, person. I'm not That's mad. I actually, I, I actually agree with Dev a lot when I'm hearing him on the pod. I'm like, this guy knows what's up. What's nah. going on? Because yeah, you're also uh, a terrible person, Snurts. Yeah, because we're all from L.A. Okay, what's yeah. up? <laughs> and, and Dev is short. Dev's very short. He's like two foot oh. one. But like, Dev, Dev knows what kind of games he's into. Alan Wake is not the game for Dev. I knew that, and that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Not everybody has to like everything I like or everything Delvin likes or everything Snurts yes, likes. Yes, they do. Right? Like, you have to like everything I like. Okay. Fair enough. um (laughs) uh but yeah played some Baldur's Gate 3 uh I rented Remnant 2 from the library I haven't even had a chance to play it yet so um that's interesting the other thing I've been playing is Platinum number 53 uh which I didn't want to pop that early but uh I (laughs) let me be abundantly clear if you're going to release a version of your game that has skins do not lock those skins behind me completing the game. Fuck I off. I don't know what game that is. You're talking about Last of Us Part 2? I am. Uh, Last of Us Part 1 did the exact same thing. They came with skins for the characters. You couldn't use them until you beat the game once. Fuck off. Give me that shit. So they allow you to pop your save so you can use all that shit. So I don't like where this conversation is it- going, Haley. You're like, fuck about popping skins and all this stuff. And- <laughs> I'm uncomfortable, um, so- Haley. <laughs> Yeah. So I I, yeah. I loaded I imported my save and it popped the platinum for me instantly. So that's platinum fifty three, which kind of took the wind out of it. I wanted to do it legitimately, but I, I also wanted to do it. Huh? I was just gonna ask you that question. I said, doesn't that take the fun out of it for you? For you not like you get not on the trophies anymore? It's like, oh, I'm done. We wow. 
I mean, there were new trophies added to the game, and there is still a reason for me to replay the story for uh, the permadeath trophy. Doubt I'll attempt the grounded one, but we'll see. Um, I, I want to ask you a question about but, this, because mm-hmm. I, pl- I got to play a l- very little bit of this. Did you play any of this, Snurts? No. No. I haven't played The Last of Us. Okay. So, so you're safe from this question. Then. Yeah, you and you guys the lost spoil levels it if yet? you want. <laughs> no, we're not spoiling nothing. Did you play The Lost yeah. Levels yet? Uh, I have not played the lost levels. I have played a bunch of No Return, though. Okay. I've done the opposite. I've played none of No Return, and I've played the lost levels. And I, I ask this because I think it's a fascinating thing to add to a game. And I wish more games did this. Uh, so I'm going to be honest. How do I even get to the lost levels? Because it's not really advertised on the main menu. Is that in the making of? or? I thought it was in the settings. I think it's in the settings. I think that's how I got to it. And you can um, add developer commentary on it, and then there's little sections you can go to that has like a little uh, play button on it, and you click on the play button, and they will tell you like, hey, what, what the thought process was in the game. I I think it's really cool. I is it really... like director's commentary? Yes, it is exactly so, that. So, okay. yes, you can... Uh, that I do know. There is director's commentary for the lost levels, but also there's now director's commentary for like the entire story. So if you, if That's you, play, if you play the story, you can enable commentary over that. And this is neat because part one didn't let you do this because obviously you couldn't import a save. But part two, uh, if you import a save, will allow you to just turn the cinematics on and watch the de- developer commentary without playing through the game. So, like, you can watch the developer oh. commentary for that scene. Uh, that's cool. Yeah, if you like want the movie. Out. Yeah. Um, so that's neat. Um, no return, though. Really fucking good. Uh, so I've done, I think, five runs total so far. Uh, I've, only, I've only passed one. I've well, died. So far, I played as Ellie, Dina, and the run I have going right now is Abby, uh, because uh, characters are locked uh, until you play until you complete certain challenges. So, um, play like when you start no return, you have Abby and Ellie unlocked. Um, playing as Ellie for I think it's three encounters um, unlocks Dina. Um. When you do use Abby, playing as Abby for two encounters unlocks um, Lev. I don't know what Lev unlocks, like what he requires. Um, when you play as Dina, playing as Dina for three encounters unlocks Jesse. Okay, I mean, that's cool. So on, the, so the rule so, of three. Let, let me ask you this then. Mm-hmm. Do any of them play differently as you see? So they far? all play differently. Oh, I'm digging this. Nice. Now, okay, that's cool. Um, so, so for example, Ellie is like a balanced type of play style. So, like you can do pretty much everything as as Ellie, um, with the with the exception of she doesn't hit as hard, right? Like, so Ellie hits. Oh, like, saw. Ma- <laughs> Ellie doesn't hit. Uh, like melee wise as hard as other characters uh but ellie makes up for that in having a completely balanced play style whereas dina from what i played is entirely specced around crafting like the trap mines smoke bombs molotovs all that stuff um and abby is more of a close combat um i get a close melee type of character 
Uh, I don't know what Jesse plays as because I just unlocked him before we started re- recording. I have uh, and I'm not, I'm not gonna make the joke. I was gonna make. Go ahead. Go ahead. Nope, I'm not gonna make the joke. I'm gonna, it's a spoiler joke, so I'm not gonna make the joke. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, so that's cool. Uh, also, alongside because like it's not just unlocking characters, right? Like, uh, like unlock as you continue to play, you unlock more and more things, right? So, um. You unlock more modes, more like multipliers. Um, in like each area will sometimes have a modifier on it. Like one of the modifiers turns the entire map a different photo mode filter. Like so, it's very hard to see what's going on, and you're still being like hunted or attacked. Uh, one of the modes is just hey, uh, enemies will endlessly respawn until the timer resets. Survive. Um, there's um there's a mod that can be added to an encounter like so you don't choose the mods like they just get randomly added to encounters one of the mods is hey molotovs rain from the sky good luck oh nice that's fun that's cool um and then one of the mods is uh invisible enemies oh interesting that is a pain in the ass with infected let me just let me tell I, you i had a i was gonna ask you this let me ask you this yeah. does your um i forgot what it's called when you press the button so you can hear things really good does that help with that listen mode works it, yes listen mode. it is disabled with invisible enemies Ooh. what wow so l- let me point out listen mode works even with invisible enemies on, but it will not detect the enemies for you because it defeats the purpose of the mod, right? It's meant to make the encounter harder if you could just use listen mode to find them. There are still ways to tell where the enemies are. They still have shadows and everything else, so like you just can't physically see the enemies in front of you, but the game kind of makes up for it in that like the invisible enemies still have shadows, at least uh, from what I've seen. Listen mode should have worked. <laughs> I think- um... I, that is uh, I, interesting to hear the the variety and how it's so different than what I would because mm-hmm. I have very little experience with The Last of Us outside of the HBO show and the I don't remember invisibility and like raining Molotov cocktails and all that other kind of fun stuff. So it seems oh, like yeah. the mode is a way to to really add variety and and to kind of like allow the developers to to just have fun with it. Yeah. Um. So like at each run uh like a run is complete after you've done five um after you've done five like uh encounters and one boss uh boss round so uh in my first round as ellie i went through five uh encounters and then the boss i fought was uh was a bloater in a specific area of the game that i'm not going to say uh because it's a it's a spoiler essentially but you in this specific area you fight a bloater that ends the run there and then you know you go there now the neat thing is is like i said encounters um um encounters count per area so like for example when you start a run depending on who you play as, and this is the neat part, the starting room that you go back to after each encounter to upgrade and grab materials uh, is different. For Abbey-aligned characters, it's the um, the resort area at the okay. beginning of the game, 
And for uh, Ellie-aligned characters, it's the theater. Cool. Yeah. Um, But the interesting thing is that um, the difficulty can change depending, like, even when you pick your difficulty, right? Like, there's from very light to grounded, right? Those are the, like, very light, light, moderate, uh, hard, survivor, and then grounded are the difficulties. Um, no matter what you pick, encounters can get more or more or less hard depending on the modifiers and what uh, you're asked to do, right? Like, so some of the modes are like, hey, you have an ally. They'll help you in this round, right? Okay. Or others, it's like, hey, like I said, you're by yourself. You're being hunted. Enemies constantly respawn until the timer runs out. Um, there's one I've seen, that, but I haven't done because I just unlocked it. Where it's like, hey, you and an ally have to survive in this tiny little area against a swarm of infected. Uh, if your partner dies, you lose. Um, it's it's really interesting. Like you unlock more and more modes as you go through it. Um, and also, specific skins for characters are tied to this mode. So, like, um, Ellie has three skins that are tied to No Return. The rest can be unlocked through normal unlock procedure uh and abby also has three skins that are tied to this and then there are skins for the other playable characters as well they're less cool because like they're not really in the game as much but it's definitely something i recommend playing um and like i said i'm gonna play through the story again uh but i started no return because one of the skins is ellie and plaid uh and it was tired it was locked behind playing in okay no return so question 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 is yeah. Joel in this mode? He is. He is the last character you unlock on the Ellie Motherfucker. So, <laughs> so you. Right, um, so the unlock procedure uh, for Ellie's uh, Ellie's align, aligned character is uh, from Ellie you unlock Dina, from Dina you unlock Jesse, from Jesse you unlock Tommy, from Tommy you unlock Joel, and God then uh, Abby's unlocked characters are from Abby you unlock Lev, from Lev you unlock Yara, from Yara you unlock Owen. Uh, uh, sorry, Mel. Uh, from Mel you unlock Owen, I believe, and then I also believe you unlock Manny from Owen. Well, you can probably tell what side I'm not going to. I'll probably unlock two on Abby's side and the rest on Ellie's side if I get into it. If I get that far, because ugh. that sounds like a lot of content too. That even though you got your platinum participation trophy, uh, you know you still have a whole new experience. It seems like you're enjoying. And there's trophies tied to this mode, so there you go. Um, Let me yeah. ask you a completely cynical question. Yeah. Don't take this the wrong way. Even though, even usually when people say "don't take this the wrong way." They get mad. They, 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 Here, get we but, Here we go. Here we go. I guess I can ask this for Snurks too. Do you think you can play a game now and enjoy it without trophies and points and whatever the Microsoft shit's called and stuff mm. like that? Or do you think yeah. that not having that there kind of takes away from it a little bit? Like me? I've, since I've been getting back into playing my ally and my Steam deck and stuff like that, I don't even think about trophies and any of that. Well, I don't. I barely thought about them on the PlayStation, but even more so, playing them on Steam, I can care less about trophies and all that stuff. I like. I enjoy them giving us points to buy shit on like Steam. I know you get that when you buy certain things and 
do certain things. You get points to buy so, Steam. So, so you're talking about Steam points, and you get those for every purchase you make on yes. Steam. But again, they're only usable for things like Steam Deck, uh, skins and stuff like that. Lot, like yeah, yeah. Which is fine. Uh, to answer your question from my personal experience, um, yes. But also, I mean, like, I enjoy the dopamine hit of trophies, but look how many times I've replayed The Last of Us despite not being able to own and get any more trophies for it, right? Like, that's a fair point. I can definitely, like, if I've platinumed a game and I want to replay it, I'll just go replay it. Like, I. I only have 53 Platinums because I only Platinum a game that like I'm really enjoying and definitely feel like I can hit the list. Yeah, I'm going to steal um, the analogy that Matthew uh, gave me when we were on the, his lovely podcast, and, and that is uh, trophies are kind of like cheese on a burger. Like I don't really need it. It's nice if it's there, but I'm still going to eat that burger if there's cheese yeah. or not. That's a good point. Let me. I asked that because I noticed with myself, at least, when I... Platinum a game, I just won't play it anymore. Oh, like, really? The very few games I've, oh. I, I've platinum, I think I've platinum like 10 or 12 or something like that. Only one I think the exception to that was the Walking Dead games. But otherwise, that any game I've really platinum, I don't really go back to it. Like if Miss um, Second, what is it? Second, what is it? Second, second Son. Remember? Second Son. I have not played it since I platinum it. I played huh. that game like 12 times. And there yeah, are a few I... other games like that. I've only platinum Spider-Man uh, one and two, so I'm going to be playing those in the future. I know it. it um, uh, to me, trophies are like I, I rarely look at the trophy menu, and to me, it's a small little dose of humor. Um, like there's a very funny Baldur's Gate three um, um, trophy that you can get depending on what items you use for a rest, uh, and and so that was kind of funny. I was like, ah. Ha, ha, ha. But if that trophy never popped up and I was just moving right along with the game, it wouldn't have changed my experience. Hey, hey, Donnie, as someone who cheese makes ill, it is not a necessity on a burger. It, just like it, it's nice to have, out. but it's not necessary, especially for us lactose intolerant. In, in, in oh, I'm not lactose intolerant. I just I oh, ate so I, much cheese as a baby. I do. I cannot eat it anymore. OK, well, that is yeah. rough. Yeah. I'm partially yeah. lactose intolerant where I can have that cheese on a burger and that's like all the cheese I can have or else things just go. Make south. sure you uh make sure you down those lactose pills. Yeah, if I if I'm going I, for a milkshake, I do that, but like I honestly don't. I had a coworker who every day when I worked at Walmart, every day for lunch, he would down six lactate pills and then just eat back and cheese. I will say oh, this. Oh no. My daughter oh. is lactose intolerant and she doesn't give a fuck at all. She will yeah, just right? like she will just like Take her lactate and <laughs> eat her ice cream. Go, and, go to town, right? <laughs> and okay. uh, eat her, her pizza, whatever. She's like, fuck this. Life's too short. That's pretty funny. Uh, no, yeah, I can definitely play games without it. Like, they're a fun bonus, and I really enjoy the dopamine hit when they pop. Uh, but, like, I don't know. I, I can definitely play them without them. I don't think they're going to go away. Obviously, Nintendo's not incorporated them, but like, I don't think they're going away. They're kind of an ingrained system now, but I can play games without them. Like like I said, I replayed Second Son like 12 times. I replayed The Last of Us Part 1 at least once a year, right? Like, Yeah, but I, I noticed that about myself. I don't know if that's a point for everybody, but like, um, 
I find myself going back and playing more Nintendo games because I don't think about the trophies and stuff like that. Like for example, I platinum Spider Man too, and I and I never thought about going back to it. Really? Well, well, currently uh, there's no reason for you to go back to it because there's no new game plus and not yeah. many crimes pop up after you beat the story. But yeah, but it never it hasn't even crossed my mind. I loved it. Like oh, I platinum it, so I'm like okay, I'm done with it. It's a couple, yeah, it's a couple I, of the games I felt like oh, I don't need to go back to this no more because I platinum it. Do you so check all... the trophy list before you start playing? No. No. Okay. No. Um, I don't. I, so I, as you all know, I will consistently talk about a streamer I play. I am not Ray. I do not check the hard, like the difficulty of achievements before I play something. Like, if I'm interested in okay. something, I'm going to play it. So. All right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All, All right. right, who's going next for their week? Lord Snurts, what's up, man? How's your week been? Uh, it's been fine. You know, uh, seeing how I'm no longer up north visiting mom, uh, I am back to playing uh, video games all the time. Uh, I also watched the Disney Plus series Echo, and I enjoyed that a lot. I, thought I did the, too. Uh, I thought it was a classic anti-hero with a great villain in Kingpin. And what I really appreciated about it is because the MCU has been so larger than life these days um, that this was really small level, street level action and stakes. We're not saving the multiverse. We're not saving the galaxy. We're not stopping Thanos. Like we just have this conflict for this person. And we are canonizing the Defenders universe to the Marvel timeline. Let's go, go, baby. Cool. Yeah, right on. Like that part. Yeah. Way back Uh, Luke Cage. Sweet Christmas, baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And I love all the, you know, all the is, gang. Is it it available right now? In. What was working for Paramount doing evil? Uh, it's not, not my problem. It doesn't matter. Stop that show. It's not. You know, it, um, but yeah. Uh, so, so it was. It was just kind of a nice change of pace for the MCU, which I'm a fan of, regardless. Like people, superhero fatigue, whatever. Like I'm, I'm a marathon superhero consumer. I will go on for hours and hours, miles and miles. Um, yeah. Exactly, Haley. Exactly. Um, so, so, uh, I, 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 that was very nice. And as far as what am I, what am I playing? All right. So Baldur's Gate three, I finished it, uh, because I was tired of circling the drain and I was like, I just need to go and get this done. Um, otherwise I'm going to be stuck playing this game forever. Okay. So as spoiler free as you can, which of the four endings did you get? See, I didn't even know there were four endings. I, I do know that, um, I was trying to be benevolent and not destroy everything. <laughs> Uh, here's what i'm gonna say did you uh control the brain destroy it give it to ball or uh become something else i think we destroyed it i'm pretty sure we destroyed it yeah okay Uh, yeah we we, i'm pretty sure we nuked the brain i should have wrote that down in my notes i just said i finished it and then i really like the six month after party uh, yes. that, that part was great because it was a nice little like bow on top of the whole adventure. Uh, also, uh, I do enjoy the occasional beer, and I fa- and I didn't plan this, but it just kind of happened this way. I bought a six pack of a, a beer called Brain Melter, and I was drinking <laughs> Brain Melter while finishing Boulder's Gate 3, and then I started thinking of Futurama with Philip J. Fry, who is an episode there where he takes on a bunch of brains because uh, he's an idiot, and I'm yes. very tempted to make a Philip J. Fry character for my next playthrough who's incredibly oh. lucky very stupid and maybe a bard um mm-hmm. so uh, and 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 my bug of uh, bug of the episode uh, and boulders gate 3 has plenty of these uh kids at home do not loot Oren's corpse 
until the fight is completely over. Because yep. if you loot the corpse before the fight is over, a cutscene will fail to trigger and a companion that you could recruit or, or save is no longer accessible. Um, here's, so, here's, here's my yeah. fun favorite bug for you for Baldur's Gate 3. Uh, later, Dev. That's actually 100. a question we got. La- later. <laughs> <laughs> hey, see, yeah. it's funny you mentioned that because it's right there. That's literally the poster on my wall right there. The 100? <laughs> yes, it's, it's a poster for the 100 right there. Um, <laughs> no, um, literally, uh, in the open hand temple murders, pretty sure quest items aren't supposed to have weight. Guess what? Oh, I'm, yeah, looking for a, I'm, I'm looking for a dead clown's body. Yes, hey, man, when I pick up a piece of your body, you should not be 15 pounds. Yes. What, is, yeah. what a ridiculous statement that is. I'm looking for a dead clown's body. Triples. Uh, hey, you gotta man. find triples to clown. He's an interdimensional clown that gets torn apart and consumed by a shapeshifter, and you gotta find his body parts. Yeah, I kept passing what those off to uh, other other characters in my uh, I gave, team. I gave it my... to Astarian because he's my damage dealer, so. Yeah. Um, oh, God, I'm gonna butcher her name. Yahara? Yahara? The, the, the female Jahira. druid? Jahira. Yeah, she was she was my pack mule. I'm like, if you got to turn into owl bear form, go for it. But yeah, I ain't carrying. See, my clown. favorite thing is I haven't used her or Halson. Like, I just don't have a need oh. for a druid companion. Yeah, I had Twink Vampire, Lady Druid, and um, um, God, who was the other person that I had? I'm drawing a blank. Oh, the cleric, Shadowheart, of course. Shadowheart. Uh, yeah, for the healer. Uh, my my I was the her- sorcerer. So. My current party is uh, the Dark Urge, which is my character. Uh-huh. Um, Shadowheart, yep, which is my Bay, who I got my romance scene with, and you, go, you go skinny dipping. It's delightful. Oh yeah. Uh, um, and then you. <laughs> <Sure>. uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, Astarian, uh, who is who yeah. I. I, I reclassed from uh, a rogue into uh, monk slash rogue. Uh, so he's he's my damage dealer. Um, and then uh, Minthara. Mythol, a cigarette? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Going with Mythol. Uh, Newport. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I, it's, it's, I'm so bad with names too, but like I'm pretty sure I'd probably come up with some kind of naming device like that as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, hey, at least it's not what the Baldur's Gate fandom has collect collectively named Shadowheart, including her voice actress. Guess what the fandom name for Shadowheart is? Oh, uh, it's not her. Uh, okay, I don't want to guess because get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Holy pussy? I don't know. Like, what do you want? No. <laughs> no. It's, it's uh, it's shart. Wow. Shart. Like. Yep. Okay. All right. Yep. Well, that's. Turn your weird. volume down a little bit, Helen. They said your volume a little I, too high. I haven't moved my mic in years. It's the same volume it's been. I can s- sit back, but like, I haven't moved my mic volume in years. Did um, anyway? Well, that's a ter- that's a terrible de- nickname. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, I we could cut, even mine was a terrible nickname too. Uh, J- John three. Thank you for for supporting me here, but uh, no, that was awful. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Uh, so anyway, uh, anything else on Baldur's Gate 3? Because I got a few other games that I would like to bring up. Be our guest. Uh, Be our guest. Okay. Yeah. Bring your magic to the test. So I got four other games that I've been playing. God of War Valhalla, just a teensy. Evil West, Battlefield 2024, and Moonwalker on the Sega Genesis. Woo! Sorry. Now. Battlefield 2024? Do you mean 2042? Uh, 2042. Yeah. You know Fuck what? that game. Auto uh, so real quick about that, I have a Friday night movie game group, um, and we got really tired of playing Back for Blood, so we decided to do some Battlefield, and we're just on Discords, so we're not hearing everybody else, right? Uh, and so I have to say, like, it's kind of like a lot of fun to play with your friends, but they need to fix those vehicles, because they suck. Uh, drive, flying planes, flying helicopters, the only way Snurts had to do that is they either go into the ground, or they go into the sky, and they blow up both ways. See, Snurts, um, this is what you need to do is you to take that game, uh-huh. throw it in the garbage. Well, it's a digital copy, so that'll be well, that'll be digitally <laughs> throw it in the garbage. <laughs> like, um, but but I just wanted to say, like, I'm having fun playing with my friends, but but like, I I I I'd rather talk about Moonwalker. The chat Thank is absolutely God. right. Yes. because um, much like Dev, like him and I have good tastes in games, and I was looking for Mutant League Hockey, couldn't find it, started playing Moonwalker instead. This game is fucking nuts yes uh, it is i love it it the level objectives are rescuing white girls from closets yes that's Michael! the objective it you gotta you gotta go up and down this club that's full of like showgirls and pinball machines yep. and dudes in blue like fedoras and and you basically gotta save the white women yeah uh which i, was, I had a time I, where i was saving white women i was blown a lot of over. them yes <laughs> Delvin, they were blowing me away. <laughs> you're doing great, buddy. You're doing great. Saving all the white women out there. One, one, one gal at a time. Yeah. But I, so so that that was it. I only played a few levels. So what you know, I didn't really get far into it. Um uh, I, I have a I have a feeling that I'd have to like bust out the game genie if I was gonna get deeper in. But for the pod, I thought it was worth mentioning that this shit's crazy. There ain't no way in hell like someone would make a game today that stars one of the biggest pop icons in the world and the whole idea of the mission is him to like dance around pinball machines and open well it's based off a movie i know it's based off of the 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 um uh oh god smooth criminal right like yes the the whole thing where he turns into a robot and all that other crazy shit exactly you know but like it's just i mean you could have done, done, done the princess peach thing where at the end of the level after collecting enough i don't know fedoras you know, you go to, you go to little Annie or whatever the hell her name is, uh, and and you know, be like, here's all the fedoras. Let's move to the next one. Um, so anyway, it, w- it was just kind of a blast for the past, and definitely felt dated. Uh, and I thought it would be fun to bring up here. Um, well, the pod. I've talked about this before, but I have like a a giant arcade stick that has a whole bunch of games on it. Yes. Yeah. And the arcade version of Moonwalk is one of the games. Okay. Cool. And I turned it on and played that sucker till I beat it. And I had so much fun playing it the whole day. Such That's nice that you were able to actually get through the whole thing, too. That's great. Yeah, I spent a whole... How day old day is this thing? Michael Jackson movie? 30, 30 years, yeah, maybe? 30 years old. Yeah. Uh, early 90s. Pretty fun game. Really fun. Yeah, and it's really cool when you kick and then you do a moonwalk and, like, people get messed up. And, I, you know, one of the other things that spurred me is those uh, videos on Twitter where they're having the Michael Jackson character from Moonwalker go through a Mario level. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, it's, it's it's stupid internet goodness uh, right yes, there. Um, but yeah, and and it, you know it's just 
it's just fun. And I remember having fun playing this as a kid. And back in the day, like what was the quarter crunching method and stuff like that? You have lives and whatnot. So yeah. definitely showing its age in that regard. But um, yeah, kind of fun to go back. And then finally, um, good old Evil West, uh, which Haley already described in, in great detail. Um, I, I <laughs> very much a guard of war style of combat. And I this person has like so many weapons. Like I don't, he, his back must be hurting because he's... <laughs> just just so tired from all the weapons that he's carrying and i always forget there's a flamethrower and then like someone's like oh, and i'm like torturing him and it's so good uh it's definitely taken me a little bit used to getting the controls because i was playing god of war valhalla and then switching to this it's such a similar kind of gameplay style uh and i like the story well enough but the thing that made me laugh my ass off was the old-timey photos where it shows a historically accurate abraham lincoln a, in a black and white photo next to some goofball graphics like in, in the design of the video game characters Gra- graphic like design is my passion yes it, it, it's like yeah. it is like the craziest looking thing like you got like legit old ass lincoln photo and then some guy just being like hey, look at me from the video game and it like ties into the story and stuff like that it, it sounds about that's me. Like, I, I, it, I love it when video games do that yeah i know it was great like it just it, you know this game isn't taking itself too seriously it's a bunch of dude bros i mean like the whole dynamic is like nerd does nerd stuff manly man does manly stuff um you know so so that was fun um but yeah enjoying it uh i i don't know if i'm gonna beat it or not without turning it on easy Haley, you're absolutely right like it gets ridiculous what, what did you start on uh, just normal like whatever the, yeah. the, the default i had setting. to put it down to like the lowest difficulty i might be doing it that it's ridiculous yeah i mean hey i'm hitting the last level here uh, and I, I um was you know hoping to beat it but then i walk into this one building and there's three of the big guys with the shields and just an army of lower ones and i'm like you know what i think i'm good for today i think i'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna get ready for this podcast and uh, i'm just gonna call it quits there uh but you know fun game overall i i don't know if i would uh, uh pay like 30 40 bucks but it's free uh it seems to me very much like a 20 dollars game but you know with inflation maybe that's 30 bucks these days yeah. um but but overall an enjoyable experience and i'm and I'm glad i'm going through it and it's a very nice um chaser to Baldur's gate 3 because it's a linear storyline it's very simple go here punch this open chest next level and that that part i kind of like because i like Baldur's gate 3 a lot but it it's a very mentally exhausting game because there's just so many variables where this one it's just like oh which attack haven't i used in the last like 30 seconds yeah also donnie your comment about there being a lack of prince of persia i don't think delvin's play it i haven't played it because i had to make a choice and i chose content um for I mean, I could, the podcast I I like the demo. The demo was fun. I didn't complete it. I played it for about 30 minutes. I got the gist of it. Uh, it's a very beautiful game. I don't do the Metroidvania very uh, often, or nor have I ever beat one. I think I played Hollow's Nights for like a whole two hours before I got tired of it. Um, but the, the mapping system seemed intriguing, and it is gorgeous. And I am a fan of the, the old one that was on what the original Xbox like back in the day. Uh, so I may pick that up, but it's also something where I may wait for a sale. Um, just because I'm trying to get through my backlog. Like I, I still want to play Cyberpunk's uh, new content. Um, I'm very tempted to dive back into Boulder's Gate 3, but I'll try to play something else so we have to have something to talk about on the pod. No. Let, okay, hold on. 
Hold on. I keep seeing you mention it. I can play something else with a pod. Sir, Snurts, play no, what you I, enjoy, my friend. Yeah, but this I am is enjoying not this. This podcast. We are not IGN. Correct, Correct yeah, but. We don't care. I, I, I still. <laughs> I, st- I don't want to be the guy who's just like, I know it's been six months. Well, I hate to break it to you. But this is I what I'm doing for Boulder State 3 today. <laughs> I know it's been uh, I don't six feel, months. No, I don't feel that I need to talk about new content. Uh, but I, you know. No, no, I know. But like, about, right? don't, don't, um, don't stress yourself out, man. Like, not don't stress well. yourself out going, I can play something. I know you're not. But like, don't, <laughs> don't like, go here and go, <laughs> I can play something else for the podcast. Play what you enjoy. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, uh, I I did enjoy God of War Valhalla, and I am going to dive back into that. I really like. I how got it all ties the achievements the for that. It was very good. Yeah, it it's it's going to be fun. Um, and and I like the the story that they have implemented, and I like that it references the Greek um, <laughs> series. This funny. Donnie, and then pay me, Easy. and then I'll do that. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, Donnie, where 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 them checks at? <laughs> <laughs> Donnie said, "Play what I want you to play." <laughs> yeah, and that right. made me laugh of worse. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get the memo. What are we supposed to be playing this week? Prince of Persia. <laughs> yeah, Prince of Persia. <laughs> I mean, it's what. Yeah. Uh, also, for anyone wondering what I mean by I had to choose between that or content. Uh, hi, I bought Suicide Squad for this podcast. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, speaking of doing things for the pod. Oh. Oh, why is this pot calling the kettle black? <laughs> My lord! Did Whoa! You what you what do you want? mean by that? That's <laughs> yeah, an old—it's an old-timey phrase. Don't try to make more of it, Delvin. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, apparently, I can't say the word. You didn't get paid. I had to take that up with a count. <laughs> uh, yeah, we also got uh, a chat. we also got a question too about uh, top. Three favorite Michael Jackson songs. I'm very simple. I'm pretty sure it's "Beat It," "Billie Jean," and "Thriller." Um, but I, 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 I also I, like "Man in the about, Mirror." That's about the three Michael Jackson songs I can name because God I don't know yeah. Michael Jackson. I also God. like "Man in the Mirror" and the uh, one where um, "Do You Remember the Time?" Michael Jackson's my favorite artist. Yeah, he's one of my favorites too. But I, I don't think I'm as biggest fan as Delvin is. But I've yes. listened to him since I was a child. Uh, I want a Michael no. Jackson statue in my house. I'm looking for one, a good one. <laughs> I can literally name the three. Uh. Yeah, um, but I, I, I enjoy Michael Jackson. I mean, I was, I was getting a haircut today at the barber shop, and Billy Jean came on. And they told me to stop moving my head. So, no, you know, Jordan, that. that's Jordan. Keep your fantasies. To oh, yourself. Dirty Diana is great too. That is yeah. good. So. Yeah. Um, librarian I, girl. That doesn't sound like a Michael Jackson song. It sounds like librarian. Oh, oh, librarian. Okay, all right. I thought that was something you found on Pornhub. <laughs> Jesus. Um, another <laughs> anyway. part of me is definitely one. Um, uh, I'm gonna say PYT. I like a lot. Mm. It's so many Michael Jackson songs I love. Yeah. You know what? I'm gonna go with Beat It. Beat It's pretty good. Great, great guitar stuff. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard that one too. Yeah. Beat it. The the the, the guitar solo alone makes 
beat it to such an amazing song. It's pretty good. It's pretty nice. And the <laughs> fact that that's Eddie, Eddie Van Halen, and he didn't even want yeah. credit for it because he thought the song sucked. <laughs> did you ever hear that story? Yes, I did. No. I, you know, yes. uh, it, 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 what a weird, I mean, there's some weird stuff like that in the yeah. world, right? Where you're just kind of like, no, like everybody else is like, this is great. And he's like, whatever, I'll yeah. do it for you, Michael, as a what, favor. One of yeah. the most popular songs in history. Yeah. One of the biggest music artists at the time had the guitar solo in it. Didn't want credit for it. Didn't want to get paid for it. Didn't want to get recognized for it because he thought it stunk. I mean. <laughs> and then he was like, I don't want to be recognized, but I want to be credited for it. I, I'll do it for you because you're Michael Jackson. And then everybody's like, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah, like, it, oh, shit, I was wrong. <laughs> yeah, it, whatever. I, you know, sometimes you're in the middle of something and you don't think it's going to be that great. And then the, the world proves you wrong. Yeah. Pete, it's a great song. Yeah, didn't didn't Michael also like break the color barrier for MTV? Like, like wasn't yeah. he the first black artist to be shown on MTV? So yeah. that is correct. That is legendary. Correct. Michael, Hotel. there's always there's always time for Michael Jackson. Okay, folks. My favorite artist, Michael Jackson, the greatest. Nice. Well, Delvin, what, wonder, what, what, anybody know what my favorite artist is? Uh, I know. I, I have no clue who. who? Based off her namesake. Uh, Let's see if you know the group. I, that's, I'm not good with music. I'm so in my own little bubble of yesteryear and like a few uh, drum and bass tracks and electronic dance music stuff like in my later college years. But like, y'all didn't got it right. Paramore. Paramore. Yeah. Huh? Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. Never heard of them. So uh, there was a song <laughs> I heard. From Paramore, I can't remember the name of our Shazam. They're like, this song is fucking awesome. <laughs> I oh, can't cool. remember so they got some dope songs. Yeah, uh, and also uh, my favorite thing right now is that the the band uh, is currently uh, they've just separated from their record label because their twenty year deal is over. So a bunch of performances that were scheduled under their old record label have been canceled, and it's leading a bunch of people to go, "Are they breaking up?" And I'm like. You really think Haley Williams is going to let that band break up? No, they just can't perform under their current record deal. <laughs> she oh. seems like a cool person. Yeah. All right. She, she also has her own hair dye company, um, and she donates a bunch of money each year to. Um, fu- uh, I can't remember the name of it, but it's like a charity that helps LGBT youth in Nashville. So. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I continue to get educated every day. Ain't it fun? It's the name of the song I heard. I just heard like randomly in the story. Great, great song. And I'm like, this song is kind of fucking awesome. <laughs> like, who is this? I'm like, oh, Paramore. I get I'll it. Him, I'll give them a. I'll give them a try. Ain't it fun? Is from their uh, self-titled album. That's a great damn song. I've listened yeah. to it like five times in a row. One time, and used it to work out with. I'm like, this is a good song. I really dig yeah. it. I haven't done nothing this week. I've been doing podcasts. I will give Sterts a few songs to check out after the podcast. That's a, yeah, that's a good idea. Because <laughs> we're going to do TV. We're going to do music. We're going to do... Uh, I read a book recently. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sterts is going to just read the whole Game of Thrones book series to us. <laughs> I have actually one through four, and I think I have half of five. So if we want to get started, kids. Riot, Riot, is a, Riot is a good album. Yes, it's a very good album. 
Uh, I haven't played nothing this week. I was doing a podcast, and when I wasn't doing a podcast, I was painting a room, a, a bathroom. Oh, okay. Were you also corralling your child? No, I wasn't doing much of that this week. Was- See, the reason I ask is because he's messaged me three times this week, which leads me to con- lead me to be concerned that he's done something wrong again. <laughs> oh no, no, no! It's just been a very hectic week. Very also, hectic, you should you should know your son messaged me to go. Hey, Haley, why does why does Ubisoft keep trying to make these action shooters a thing? Don't they have siege? And I was like, <laughs> that sounds like some shit, my son. I was, I was like, why are you coming to me with this? That's my son. <laughs> Random shit is just coming to you. I mean, I answered the question. I answered the question for him, but like, I'm not an economist. Why does Ubisoft do anything? You don't have the inside line at uh, Ubisoft there, and just give get him on the horn, right? Hey, I mean, Dev Junior. I'm gonna give my son. Oh boy. Oop, did we lose him? Dalvin. I- I'm gonna give my son Snurse's number. Oh, oh no. Man. Oh, that was weird. I disappeared and came back. <laughs> yeah, and then you I heard my me. number is just gonna be sent out. It's a good thing. <laughs> I can see you. Yeah, okay. I can see you. Yeah, you're good now. Everything's fine. <laughs> oh yeah, that was weird. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just gonna give my son your number. Oh boy! So just, he, cool. Does Delvin Jr. even have my cell phone number? All he does is message me. I don't even know if Delvin has my cell phone number, so that'll be that'll be good. Uh, I'll, I, I, I will only reply with Boondock uh, gifts. <laughs> will Will he even? Oh, know my what that son is? knows the Boondocks. I know that's yes, okay. he does. I've heard the first season again. Yeah, I, I I mean I like that. I've only heard a few of the episodes. Like we all talk about the shows on your uh, Patreon feed, and that, that's always fun. Yes. Yes, that's one of the things me and him do together. Talk about um, TV shows and movies that we like, and some how his taste is very terrible. Yes. Yeah. Hey, let me let me point out to, to, to quote <laughs> Daniel earlier. To quote Daniel earlier, I watch Supernatural as much as Daniel watches Seinfeld. I think Delvin Junior watches Moon Knight more than Daniel watches Seinfeld. Probably so. Uh, pretty reckless is very good, Donnie. So, Donnie says, like the pretty reckless cranberries, kitty metric hailstorm. Oh, for my girl, rock needs. There you go. So there's some artists you can check out if you don't like I, it. Blame Donnie. I also yeah. recommend. Uh, I don't know if they're going to be up Donnie's alley, but they may be up yours. Um, I will recommend against the current as well. Okay. I'm I'm such a '90s, early 2000s person. I was like, I I still listen to like System of a Down and Corn and Eminem. Uh, and I I have like this. I have the same like Spotify playlist of I I don't know 60 songs or whatever that I just keep playing on rotate, and it's everything from rock, rap to classical and everything in between. So, um, I also really listen, enjoy listen, orchestral music. I... Like like when I'm working, you know, I'll just have like you know various themes like let me put it this way when i made my first playlist of classical stuff i i had to like pick somebody besides john williams um so then i added some mozart and some beethoven and stuff like that so um but i'm just so stuck in my little bubble of music that i like um and and you know even even when i was going to drum and bass parties back in the day and seeing like the great andy c and other people like that um you know i was still kind of like there more for the party than the music yeah, my uh my playlist still contains like Simple Plan and 
uh, All Time Low and Fall Out Boy and My Chemical yeah, okay. Romance yeah, and like yeah, all yeah. of that. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I got some like Offspring and Green Day sprinkled in there as well. Uh, some Tool, if they were on Spotify, would be in there, but they're not. Um, but yeah, System of a Down is one of those things where like almost any album, any song, I could sing part of it if it's playing. I, I can't do it on the spot, but um, we yeah. wouldn't ask I, you to. No, that's not good. And I saw stool. Uh, stool. <laughs> I saw stool. Yeah, tool live at Staples Center, and you could tell they did not like LA at all. He's like, "Fuck you, people! Like, why am wow. I here?" It was. <laughs> and then they played the whole song about like LA being flooded or whatever, and an Armageddon. Like, actually, the only like famous uh, band I've seen live is uh, actually I've seen two of them. I've seen Kings of Leon because they're native to my town, um, okay. and um. Mariana's Trench. Uh, they played at like the oh, local sure. scene, scene music uh, festival here a couple years back. Uh, but Kings of Leon like had their first ever performance here at that same festival. Um, so cool. I I yeah. told my going to see a group story on PSPG. We don't need to relive that story again. <laughs> uh-huh. well, I've also seen uh, Dropkick Murphy and Kanye West at the Call of Duty Modern Warfare Three uh, launch party, and that was a lot of fun. So that was good Kanye West. That was hold on. Original Modern Warfare Three or the latest Modern Warfare? Uh, the 3? the old one, the old old one. Yeah, that came. Good, that came yeah, the good, good one. Good Kanye West. Not. Yeah, yeah. Actually, he went on like a pedestal upwards, and it kind of shook when it got at the top, and you could see him like holding himself on while like still like belting out the song. I was like, ah, oh, that's kind of fun. Um, yeah, yeah. No, this was way before he went off the deep end. Uh, yeah, way before he became a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> You Speak, can say that. Speaking of that, you see the shirt he was wearing this week? Nope, I no, don't follow anything. I don't Kanye follow. Does. Yeah, I'm good. I did. I don't follow Kanye either. I just it came up on my newsfeed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, I didn't have let's much, just but... let's just point out the shirt he was wearing. Man, that uh, dog whistle is no longer a whistle. It's a foghorn. Leghorn. I say. I say, boy. All right. Sure. Foghorn. Leghorn. Yep. Let's go there. Yeah. That's what I want to go because it's nice and awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Is it? And, well, I'm sure it has its moments, but like, what I, I, what I, he's older funny. me now, think of Foghorn Leghorn, like, huh, this is a very interesting character. He's kind of like the Rodney Dangerfield of the Looney Tunes, where he makes fun of everybody. He's like, this boy is kind of, he's kind of dumb. He's kind of slow. Uh, <laughs> kind of sounds like a lot of white guys from the South that I know. Hey, yes, you know what yes, my favorite, so. my favorite yes. part is? Hey, is that yes, the, internet, the internet took issue with Pepe Le Pew, but not Foghorn like <laughs> Sure. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot of things the internet takes issue with. None of them. Yeah. Yeah, they, there's all sorts of questionable, like, you know, obviously times change and everything like that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it, <laughs> I'm glad we moved on from some of these stereotypes and, and oh, yeah, co- colloquialism. Oh, yeah. All right, let's get down to some of this news. We got a couple of news stories. Okay. Uh, one of the ones that, that I actually heard a lot about this week people are very mad about, about Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth because apparently their new game plus is going to be paywalled. That's so weird, such a weird thing. So my so favorite just, part is that the description, like the reason this became an item, is because, uh, I like the the description for the game does not mention that New Game Plus is locked behind one of the items in the deluxe edition. Yeah, it's 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 weird because they have different versions and they have 
the standard edition, which has nothing in it, is just a seventy dollar game. <laughs> so I go, here you go. You have the game. <laughs> Here's a start screen. <laughs> then they have like the I think it's eighty four dollars, eighty five dollar deluxe edition, which comes with um, a bonus dungeon, get a special summon, resort quest, outfits, new game plus, and more. <laughs> yeah. So, and that's where the hubbub comes from because they have this little chart kind of telling you things. And the first chart does not have new game plus in it, but the second chart very much does. And the other yeah, chart- so there's three. There's it's the standard like standard deluxe gold edition or whatever chart. Uh, deluxe and gold have new game plus listed. The base game does not, and that is throwing the internet into a kerfuffle. And I think it was pointed out in. Uh, I think it was pointed out by Rude Days themselves in Discord that if this succeeds, watch other companies try and follow suit. Like, everybody's gonna do it. Sure, if they can find a way they to, were just squeeze, waiting for it. to squeeze more pennies, you know. Uh, I, I don't like it. I, I I thought it was weird when New Game Plus doesn't come standard with launch, and and but then I was happy to see coming in free, you know, later. Um, and and there's just. Maybe I'm I'm just feeling like an old man right now, but I'm just like, what are you doing to my goddamn gaming industry? What's going on here? I just I used to get this for free. It it does yeah. feel like they're nickel and diamond everything now. Yeah. Also, yeah. I mean, let's be real. The whole promotion around Infinite Wealth has been very weird. Um, like, did y'all see that they hired? Like, I don't. I'm not talking streamer controversy, but I do think it's very funny. They hired XQC, which is a Twitch streamer who's had a bunch of controversies, but that's not even the part that I'm talking about. They hired this man to promote their game. Didn't tell the man it was a turn-based game. I don't know who this dude is. So live on air, as he's in the middle of a battle, inviting his opponent to attack him, and his opponent's doing fuck all because it's, of course, turn-based, he's like, well, come on, bro, attack me. Come on, bro, attack me. And just standing there waiting for the enemy to do anything, but they already used their turn. And then he goes, uh, oh, okay, then. Live on air. Why are you wasting promotional dollars that way? So he's a fucking idiot. I was going to say he's never heard of turn-based combat in a game before. No one who gave him this access was like, hey. Uh, you, make- do, do y'all know who Dark Side Phil is? No. Just asking. Okay. Not a nerd. Nope. Well, nope, nope. No, so y'all know how people have been complaining about companions that literally like just spoil puzzles for you instantly. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's because that of Dark Side Phil. That's because of Dark Side Phil. Just pointing that out because this one, this one person changed everything. Like essentially, because you can literally like sometimes they'll release like audio from development. And they cite this man as being too dumb to figure out the puzzles. Um, well, he's too dumb and... to figure out what a turn-based game is, too, so I kind of get it. Correct. Yeah. But, yeah. No, it's very interesting that you would hire someone to promote your game, but then, like, not inform them if they're not aware. Because from what it seems, I don't think XQC had ever played Yakuza, so they probably weren't familiar with the fact that the most recent games are now turn-based. Um and literally live on air, just going, oh, okay then. As <laughs> as it's revealed, it's a turn-based game. I'm like, what do we do? But how do you... Uh, 
There, there's not prompts in the game. There's not a yeah. That's what I was gonna say. There's not. Oh no, there are prompts. These pop up, but he's still waiting for his enemy to attack him. So, he's so he a can't moron. read. He can't he's read. A fucking moron. Yeah. Which again, why are you wasting your dollars on someone who knows nothing about the franchise, as opposed to like any other popular person who is a fan of Like a Dragon? Like I can name several creators I know. Who, as soon as that game comes out, that's all they're going to stream, including PSXP host Delvin Cox, who there likes like the Dragon series. Uh, correct. Um, yeah. Or, for example, Ray Narvaez Jr., who I talk about all the time, big Yakuza fan. Yeah, that's just like stupid corporate meets stupid Twitch equals stupid sandwich. I don't know. It's all pretty stupid. Pretty stupid. It is. I don't know, man. Like, don't be locking New Game Plus behind a $15 paywall, man. Like, what what are we fucking doing? I hope this backfires. I really do. I hope they, everybody buys the base game, and then they're like, I have no idea what New Game Plus would be like, and nor do I care. Unfortunately, it's RGG Studio, and I know it's going to succeed. Nah. Yeah. Well, hopefully they don't sell the versions with New Game Plus as much as they sell the base version. I don't know. It, yeah. Uh, well, fuck him. I hate that they did that, but what can you do? Yeah, hopefully uh, this will be an anomaly. Alright. Our next story is a fan made a portable PS5. Portable in air quotes. Because yeah, it's not what you're thinking, kids. Yes, it's not like um, an ally. So, it's it's YouTuber Matthew Perks and his do-it-yourself channel showed how to take your regular PS5 and slim it down by an incredible degree while keeping it just as cool as your console with this massive heat fan seek, whatever, but you're going to avoid the warranty. Essentially, he made it like the size of like a, a tablet almost. Like yeah. a big tablet, but a tablet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something you can still fit into a backpack. Yes. Like it's an L- L- LCD panel, essentially. 14-inch yes. LCD panel. Looks pretty cool. It does make me wonder, like, if you can get a PS5 this small, why not make it almost this small in the first place? I'm assuming Form because the, um, the technique maybe that he's using is not as cost-effective as, as what they have for their base. Also, setup. mentioning that you'll void your warranty is pretty funny, considering Beyond... Um, beyond putting in the SSD, uh, stripping your PS5 any further down than that automatically points your warranty. Like, pulling the yeah. fan out your warranty. Like, what What do you... Just yeah, it's you probably know, just a cover-their-ass type of that's scenario. That's his way of saying, I'm not responsible if you break your PS5 for trying yeah. some dumb shit I'm trying. Yeah. Also, <laughs> it's cool. probably not a, a very cheap either, because he puts an, uh, an OLED screen on there, right? If I'm not mistaken. and um, But... I, I I like the idea of it. It's kind of cool. Like you go over to a friend's house who probably doesn't have a game console, I'm assuming, and just or kind of TV. pull this out and then or a TV. Yeah. Okay. All right. Maybe this isn't as I thought, but I, I guess it, I think it's neat. Um, and it, much like our episode uh, last time, where the the dude made a PlayStation work in a Super Nintendo. I, I do I do kind of find these little engineering feats neat. That's um, cool. Uh, I feel like if they were going to try to sell this, like with all the stuff that went into it, it would probably be very much more expensive than probably like uh, fifteen hundred dollars, probably. 
Yeah, yeah, because I, you know, you know, the way the heat is not done with fans and all the coils, like it just, it looked like a lot of work and a lot and a lot of money, um, especially with the high level of uh, screen that they put on there. But fun, fun stuff. So speaking of technology and fun stuff, Snurts. Oh yeah. Did, did you know Sony's new smart car can display Fortnite's ads? So, all right, so. As, as, as someone who works in advertising, like this just tickles me pink, and it does tie into like, like when you when I am done buying that Mercedes Class A for sixty grand, I think I'll have this uh, car that I can drive from my Mercedes Benz with the PlayStation Five controller, and then I could just drive it around town being a mobile billboard ad person. It is so weird that you would have ads running on your heads up display or your bumper, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, that's correct. Um, it, and and so my only question is like, do I get this car for free because I'm advertising on behalf of people, or is this just like free advertisement wherever I go and I have no control over the ads and stuff like that? Which sounds like it could be a nightmare. It could be a nightmare. Here's my favorite part: Why do you want to control your car with a controller that experiences drift often enough that it's become like a big news headline? <laughs> your car just well, like starts going left <laughs> so for those who are confused what we talk about during the uh, CES they, we talked about it before they yep. pulled up with a new electrical car that can be driven with the PS5 DualSense controller the vehicle named Afila it's not like a black it is, all, it, it is an all in caps too <laughs> I feel you too man it's great Afila and <laughs> <laughs> created in partnership with car manufacturer Honda so you know it sucks has a bunch of features <laughs> that's a big driving <laughs> at least the Mercedes has that German engineering behind it right <laughs> yeah <laughs> it also has a bunch of unnecessary features like one that where you see a video showing a handful of Fortnite ads who the fuck wants that on their dashboard on the dashboard and front bumper. But yeah, this is the new car that they're coming out with. It's a Honda. The Afila that you can drive with with a PS5 controller. God knows why would you hell would you want to do that? Car looks very cool and innovative, but I'm not driving my car with no no PS5 controller. That sounds terrible. Yeah, I it, what what are you gonna say, officer? It's not me. It's the PS5 the, controller. Controller has drift. Yeah, my battery died. Uh, I need I need some compressed air. Do you have any compressed air in your car, officer? Yeah, Sir, can I, you I, can you please step out of the vehicle and and put your mouth here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a stupid idea for a car. Yeah, I'm I not feeling it. I'm not feeling it at all. I can't wait till some idiot is driving this and somebody sinks their controller to it and just crashes their car to a wall. Or like oh. they, or like they they like the, the kid turns on the controller on the car on accident and then like out the garage door like just through the garage door <laughs> backs out like they're trying to know. play Fortnite and they're driving their car for real yeah. yeah it's just such a weird you know and, that, and that's why I picked it for the news as well because it's just I read the article a few times and I was like how does this exist how is this a thing like how many meetings upon meetings do people have they're like this is a good idea this is a thing we should do um and and it's just it's just so strange. I mean, much stranger than the Mercedes Benz of the last episode. Like I don't, I don't know why you want advertising in your car, anyways. Like, isn't the road supposed to be distraction free? Correct. Uh, also, if you're not getting paid to advertise, then you're like you're doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah. 
Yes. I agree. So, so oh no, sorry, I was gonna say, are we blending this uh we got one Okay. Dalvin. All right, I'm pulling it up. You both have played Baldur's Gate 3. So That's where we're going with this one. Okay, cool. I don't know what this is, but only 0.1% of players have beaten Baldur's Gate 3 honor mode. What's the honor mode? Okay. So, honor mode is... are you familiar with games that used to have Iron Man modes? I I know of the term Iron Man because I've heard it before in um, mm-hmm. Stellaris. Yes. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, well, um, one of the reasons I, I wanted to bring this up is because uh, it's my uh, sister's Tessa's birthday today, and she was talking about honor mode. And so happy birthday, Tessa. Um, and she said, it's insane. It's insanely hard, but it's super fun because it's kind of like you're blitzing on like the hardest difficulty level with one save file. And all of a sudden you um, it you, you have like permanent death as well. So it's very difficult to go through this, but it is like apparently super fun because you can just I, I don't know. You have like one goal in mind, which is like surviving. And I don't think this is for me, um, but uh, some people who are up to the challenge. Uh, and want to be a part of the elite 0.1% uh, can give Honor Mode a try. Uh, um, yeah, so I think we've actually lost Delvin. I think so, too. Uh, okay, so we will, we will, everybody else has kind of heard what that was. Um, but, so, Delvin, Honor Mode is essentially, you have one save file. That's it. So, um, for Anyone who's not played Baldur's Gate, Baldur's Gate Three, uh, you're you're able to make multiple saves per character and, and move them. Honor mode removes that. There's no save scamming, and all your decisions are final. And if you die, like if you're if you die, and one character's alive, sure you can re revive your party and go from there. If your entire party wipes, your file is over. You have to start over. Or, that. Yeah. <laughs> or you can continue on what then becomes a custom mode playthrough. Uh, but yes, honor mode is beat the game uh, with one save file, all decisions final. And the AI is smarter and has more abilities than... Yes, than they the have game. legendary actions, including, oh. by the way, uh, Snurts, did you do the House of Hope? Yes. Okay, so you know that battle? Yes. Okay, give me a sec, because I'm going to read off the legendary action for Raphael. I have it saved, because it's very funny. Um, So, on honor mode, Delvin, characters have what are called legendary actions. um, And these are stronger attacks um, that are usually done the moment you attack an ability. Raphael's legendary action, which is a boss in Act 3. Raphael can spend... Raphael can spend a legendary action to immediately beguile <laughs> a hostile creature and its allies after being attacked. Raphael may use this legendary action as many times per round as there are soul pillars standing at the start of the round. And uh-huh. legendary actions are stored at the start of each round. So for reference, uh, in Raphael's boss battle, there are four soul pillars, one in each corner of the room. As long as those are a- active, he can do that many Legendary actions and a beguile is essentially a hellish rebuke, which sets your character on fire. 
So can he eat pizza while he's also doing this? Yes. Well, he's a devil. Uh, so yeah, uh, absolutely. He does he wear can... red. I wouldn't say we could call him a devil, but he is because he is green too. And uh, he has size. Uh, <laughs> but yes, yeah, no. He has honor, anger issues. Mode. He looks good in a trench coat. Yeah. That's true. Uh-huh. Uh, honor mode is an interesting <laughs> challenge. By the way, Delvin, do you know what your reward is for finishing honor mode? Because you're gonna tell me that's not fucking worth it, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Well, laugh. I'm not doing this shit no way. So fuck, fuck uh, I'm. I, I mean, I know you weren't gonna do it, but like. What do you think the reward is? The, the journey that you take to do it. <laughs> what? No. So you obviously get an achievement for it, but there's an actual in-game reward you get. Snurts, do you know what the reward is? The I, I, I did. I, mean, I did miss that part. I don't know what the you reward is. You get a set of. You can change your dice to be gold. They can oh, get a set of suck my please. dick. I'm not doing that. Shit. Oh my god. <laughs> Whatever. Absolutely Cosmetic. Yeah. You. Yeah. You get a cosmetic set of dice that is gold. Yeah. This is for the, again, the small percentage of the very, very hardcore um, segment of Boulder's Gate 3. And, and the only reason I brought it up is is because I was talking about it with my sister today and she seemed to enjoy it, which is shocking. Because uh, I, I think mean, that's the only, I think that's the only person I'm going to find who enjoys it unless Haley is like ready to. You know, smash I mean, I'll do it. Cool. I'll, I'll I'll do it at some point. But okay. uh, why? There's a stream. Why? Because of the challenge. Fuck I don't that, care man. about the achievement. I want to try it. Yeah. Right? Like. I mean, I guess I could like, go in like no holds barred. Just. I, um, I my favorite thing is that there's a streamer I follow uh, who's also a voice actor. Uh, his name's Michael Bryan. But like. His current thing is he's done he's what he's been doing because he's been playing Baldur's Gate like on and off on stream for like months at this point. But he's every time he plays a new run, he imposes some sort of challenge on himself. Like the most um give me a sec, I have it actually here. Um, because I'm in his Discord, uh, and it's in his stream thing. But like he's been doing what's called um permadeath. Um like permadeath uh and like like if the, if if all of his characters wipe, that's it. With honor mode coming out, he can actually do that without having to just exit the game and delete his save. So the game will just end it for him. Um, he is now on uh, on permadeath attempt six, uh, and he said his next his next challenge after he beats this playthrough or succeeds in this one will be a solo uh, permadeath challenge. <laughs> like he will not yeah, recruit okay. any companions. I, I have fun with so. this game, but the, I. There's so much more to experience without just being destroyed. But you yeah, know, hey, to each their own. If they enjoy the challenge, yeah. if, if that's what they. Oh, he, nice. he has a blast. He also, uh, did you find the closet companion that you can the recruit? Who? Little the closet companion. No, uh, oh, closet, closet, the little thing with closet? the tail and the horns. Yeah, that's a oh, oh, uh, the fear, the fear guy, or whatever, the the little uh, demon. shovel. I think it's shovel or fork, fork or. Shovel, fork, or basket is what their name could be because you you yeah. rename. Anyways, uh, so it's a little yeah. tiny little demon like thing that yeah. follows you around, and it's got some very funny dialogue. It like, has some very good dialogue. It's pretty and, good. Like, it's pretty funny. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's he's yeah. a very funny like companion. He's very got like so. a tiny amount of health, but he's very funny to listen to. Um, Reminds me of HK forty seven from Star Wars: The Old Republic. As far as it's a very violent, okay. like boisterous character yeah. that's kind of fun. Yes, uh, um, but. Yeah, the streamer actually like has very funny dialogue for shovel, like because obviously they're a voice actor, right? So like they'll do like like master, and 
yeah. and all this stuff uh, <laughs> while controlling Shovel, and it's, it's very funny. Um, okay. I, Sh- Shovel is an interesting character. Um, Delvin says, I know you're not going to get to play for a while. You can find them in a cave in, like, Act 1. So Okay. And then do like I did and forget about them, and all of a sudden you go to that radio wheel, and you're like, oh, what's this? <laughs> God, right. I wish. Uh, so I think you can bypass the radio wheels by connecting a keyboard to your PlayStation. I'm good. I'm good. I'm but not gonna do I, any of that. I, I, the radio wheels suck, man. They do. They absolutely do. Um, but I, I rather play with a controller on my couch. That's how I prefer to game. Yeah. Hi. Right, let's get to our main topic. We have a very interesting one, very different one to talk about. So the the chat for this whole week has kind of been the um. Xbox showcase that was actually really good. So now, Snurk, we can talk about the thing that you had in the quick stories because I think okay, yeah. it's a very popular topic this week when it comes to exclusivity because people see Indiana Jones and it actually looks really good. So people are having a little bit of FOMO about it. And a lot of these games the Xbox showed at their showcase are exclusives, and people are PlayStation fans specifically are have a little bit of FOMO about it. So let's talk about the one you want to talk about first. Hey. Yeah, I do have a little bit of FOMO for Bethesda going to Microsoft because I enjoy the Fallout series uh, especially. And, you know, I, I, I can get over Starfield, but now Indiana Jones as well. Um, I, it makes me a sad, sad snurts. Uh, but, you know, for those who have the Xbox, it looks, I think it, it, it looks great, to be honest. Uh, I was a little nervous about the first person perspective, but then I find out it's the studio that's made the Wolfenstein uh, last few games there. And I'm like, well, they have experience with that. Um, and you know, maybe they want to make something that's more than uncharted with a whip. Uh, it yeah. feels like an Indiana Jones movie and it, yes. they, right down to the Wilhelm scream in the trailer that they had. Uh, and if they can focus on some puzzles and give you some fun whip, whip combat, um, you know, those who are the Xbox uh, side of things will, will have a good time. And me over here with my PS5, will just be wondering what could be, uh, so I mean, yeah, I've made my opinions known. Like, I'm not not excited for Bethesda games being exclusive, but that's, I mean, I don't, I would not care if exclusives disappeared tomorrow. We know this. I've said this a hundred times. But um, this game, like, I haven't had a chance to watch the developer direct, right? Because mm-hmm. work was hectic this week. But what I have seen is the trailer for this um it looks good um and i definitely think that uh it's going to be interesting to see how this goes but uh i haven't seen much turmoil with this this week where are you guys seeing this turmoil with what not turmoil just like fomo people People are are kind of like i wish i I wish it was coming to playstation like it, it you know i i I got nothing against Microsoft. I was an Xbox, original Xbox and 360 owner myself before making the PlayStation jump. Um, and, and you know, it's it, exclusives happen. It's good. Uh, you know, I'm sure there are people who are only on Xbox who are like, I wish I could play Spider-Man. And, but, but it is like a little bit of a bummer where a studio that used to be creating stuff for all platforms is now siloed to one. Uh, yeah. But that's but that's part of the industry. You know, there's nothing I can do about it. And I can either get a Game Pass or a Xbox or... Just, you know, live without it. Yeah, I, I find it, the whole thing interesting because for years people have been like, Xbox has no games. Xbox has no games. And I don't think it's necessarily true. 
But now we're getting to the point where Xbox is like, we're well, starting off the year. They're showing us Avowed, Hellblade, Indiana Jones. And Hellblade's coming out like in a couple of months. And I, I mean, it's, now you're seeing that, you're seeing everything come to fruition. And you're like, okay, I'm seeing where they're coming through and what they're going through with it. And now it's like, okay, this looks cool. Like Hellblade looks amazing. Indiana Jones looks amazing. Avowed looks cool. There's a lot of cool things coming up on this second half of this console generation that Xbox is really bringing to the table. I'm excited for it. And I think there are PlayStation fans who are now kind of like, oh, we should be getting that stuff too. Now they're coming along towards the side of like, oh, why is this only on Xbox? But to be fair, PlayStation had a lot of great exclusive games. 100%. So it's kind of like, okay, now it's time for the other side to kind of have that kind of thing. And I think it's cool. I mean, getting that. I mean, Xbox has had games. That's that's yes. the thing. They've had them, but they've shown them off too early. Like, for example, they showed State of Decay 3 like a while back. We've seen nothing since. Um, right? Like, they showed Hellblade, like, what? Almost three years ago? I want to say. Um, and I have seen what Donnie's been saying about Hellblade, where, like, people are upset that it seems to be a short game. Um, but I don't know, man. Like, Xbox has had the games, they've just been in development. And again, remember, like, like development cycles got hindered by COVID, and that's why you're seeing an abundance of games, which I don't think is going to stop this year, just so we're pointing out. Um, like, it, it's probably going to continue for at least this year, maybe even a little bit of next year, where like an abundance of games on top of each other is just, it's just going to be a backlog is just going to come, right? Um, I don't know. Like, like I said, uh, if Last of Us launched on Xbox tomorrow, go nuts. Have fun. More people get to play the game, right? Like, if Spider-Man launched on Xbox tomorrow, go nuts. If Halo came to PlayStation, go nuts, right? Like, the more people get to play, the more people have fun, right? Like, that's... Yep. that's I agree. At least. Um, but... Uh, you know, that's unfortunately not how business works, but like, I don't know. We'll see where it goes. Hellblade 2 looks cool. Um, and for anyone who hasn't played Hellblade, let me just point out that game's on sale for like $3 right now. Yeah. Hellblade's like, a fantastic game. Uh, I've never played Hellblade. Give me the quick, like, two second elevator pitch of what Hellblade is. Go ahead, Ellie. Uh, so this is. This is a bad comparison, but it's the closest one I can think of of a game that you played that would be similar. Okay. God of War, mm-hmm. but not. So, like, it's not combat focused. It's a very story. Like, there is combat, but it's not It's not combat focused like God of War. It's sure. a very, like, story-driven game. Uh, if you play it, highly recommend you play it with headphones. Just okay. saying. It's um, a very atmospheric game. Like, you can hear, yes. like... Attacks come from the left side of your head, from the right oh, side. Okay. I know, I know. Cool. Cool. But it's an amazing I, game. I'm using a game that I know Snurts has played to compare. That is not at all what Hellblade is. No, you're right? talking like about atmosphere is, and story development, not not gameplay. From what it both, like. both, both, actually. both. Oh, okay. it, it's different. I'm using God of War as the closest game I know. Now you could played. use Evil West. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. That would be in the complete opposite direction of Hellblade. <laughs> anyway. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, All right. Cool. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, if I get around to it, you know, uh, thank you for the.
quick pitch on that. It, it, it's like $3 on Steam right now. Um, or I don't know what it is on Xbox or on PlayStation because the first game was on PlayStation. Um, but I don't, I don't know if it's still for sale there, you know? Okay. All right. And, and I, I will say this. It was made by a small studio when yeah. the first one came out, and it looks amazing. Cool. It's a nice-looking game. Very nice-looking game. Very interesting, fun combat. It's like it, the, cam- the camera's very broad, and it kind of focuses on, like, single combat, like mano y mano. Yeah. And then as the game expands, you have multiple people attacking you. But it's so well done and so unique. Yeah. It's such a good oh, experience. Also, Ooh. this game points out a big flaw in Steam's purchase system that makes me so fucking angry. So uh, my friend Lana's birthday was on the 15th, uh, and they have this game on their wish Happy list. Because it's $3 here in Canada, I wanted to gift it to them for their birthday, right? Well, I add it to my cart, and I go to gift it to them, and I go to send them as a recipient. Steam pops up with a big, nice message going, due to regional pricing differences, you cannot gift this game to this recipient. Steam, the game is more expensive in Canada. Just let me give it to them. <laughs> I am not you, giving them a cheaper game. <laughs> you're, you're better off just Venmoing them money and then them buying it on Steam themselves. But yeah, that's annoying. Here's a fun one for you, Snitch. What's Venmo? I know what Venmo is. It doesn't exist in Canada. Oh. Huh. No. Canada. There's so little I know other outside of the great PayPal. That is that is that is the only like money sending service that's not bank related that exists in Canada. Interesting. All right. Crazy. All right. Uh is it question time? Uh, Uh, anything else to say about Xbox come out with these amazing games? Oh yeah. So the Xbox exclusives are gonna keep coming. I'm very excited for Avowed. Like I've been excited. Like it's Obsidian, so I was always gonna be excited. Um I see people upset that the scope seems smaller. I'm like, this is always what Obsidian does. Like they always have smaller scope games, right? Like I I think Avowed's gonna be great. Uh it's slated for fall. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. Uh can't wait for that. Um, I was not interested in that like civilization game type that they showed. Um, but, did they have any old classics like a Splinter Cell or Halo? And I missed the I missed the uh, showcase. No, so. no, no. It was, okay. uh, Delvin, list off the games because I know you you know. It was Avowed. It was Hellblade. It was Indiana Jones. Um, it was. Let me give you some more. Because uh, Splinter Cell, I feel like is is needing a comeback. Uh, I know. Oh, definitely. Ubi, I know. Uh, I want. I keep wanting to call him Ubisoft. <laughs> Ubisoft. Uh, um, they have so many games coming out that I keep hoping that we're going to see another Sam Fisher experience, even if it's more streamlined. I, the the three. Thank you, John. Visions of Mana was the other one. That's what I was looking for. Yes, it wasn't showing on my. Yeah. Thing. Okay. All right. Yeah. Oh. Uh, a lot of that went over my head outside of Indiana Jones, but good for Xbox. Everybody should have yeah. their, you know, games and make them feel special, uh, especially those who are more interested in the console war nonsense. Um, and and again, like I might have FOMO for a title here and there, but you know, it's the best way to get a roll for that is just to go get the other console or find a way to play it um, somehow. Uh, and, yeah. And I don't know. I've been dealing with console exclusives since I've been gaming like forever. It's like, are you playing Sonic or are you playing Mario? Um, yeah, I mean, it, it'll be 
like Xbox is gonna like obviously Activision hasn't been factored in yet for how their release schedule is gonna work, but like Xbox is gonna have games going forward. I just yeah. you know yeah, it's they've had games before. They've just been in development, and sometimes I feel they show them too early. Looking at you, State of Decay three, um, or in other cases, games that should have been a shoe in just fade into nothing. Uh, Crackdown three, what the hell was that? Like yeah. that game, that game did not need Terry Crews. <laughs> needed more Terry Crews, huh? It needed more Terry Crews. It needed less Terry Crews. Terry Crews all in the game. No, they should make every character Terry Crews in the game. Terry Crews for president. No. <laughs> Hearing Terry Crews out of the line, no. quack, quack, uh, motherfucker. <laughs> Hear, hearing Terry Crews out of the line, quack, quack, motherfucker, made me uninstall that game so fast. Oh, okay. All right. All right. That's a great line. I quack, thought it was quack, quack motherfucker. Yeah, I, I, can, I, I can imagine. I can hear his voice in my head saying what? it. Yeah. Crack it out through the fun game. It's yeah. Oh, it's was fun okay. if you play as someone other than Terry Crews. Just saying. <laughs> All right. Cool. Oh no, Delvin. Delvin. Right. Yeah, I get to these. Well, you're, you're getting choppy again, buddy. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. What's What's happening there, bud? What's going on with your internet? I have no clue because my internet keeps showing I'm fine. Interesting. It doesn't like the humid Florida weather. What humid Florida weather? Ron DeSantis ran away because it's fucking snowing. Oh, is it snowing in Florida right now? I don't know. I don't it know. Was, Florida. It was oh, for yeah. a day earlier this week. Yes. Oh, okay. All right. Probably. Well, um, let's see. Should we go to questions or are we going to see if we yeah. get help back here? Oh, uh, Delvin's. Delvin, turn your camera off and then back on. Take the tape off of the camera lens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm never living that down. No, you're not. Sorry. I can be very forgiving and forgetful of things, but that's like, it's so small, but so like, yeah, anyway. We don't need to go back into that. Uh, No, we don't. Delvin, what is happening, bud? (laughs) Not here. What? Oh, oh this, no! This is should I should I start making like side talk with Haley like when 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 this happens? We're like, all right, Haley, here's our side talk topics. For years, yeah. This this uh, happens all the time. Fun. It's that floor. It's that Florida internet. Uh, yeah. and for, right. the, well, for the record, for the record, let me point out. This is why we didn't record live because Delvin's internet couldn't handle it. Oh, uh, okay. uh, yeah, okay. Because I don't know why it's not my internet showing is working good, and I don't know why it's not. Oh boy! Yeah, it's frustrating, especially when yeah. you, when when you see everything firing and all cylinders on one side, and then it's just yeah. stalling out on the other. I'm in when you can if your internet gets any better. Oh. Oh. 
Me? And me. I don't know why it's doing that because it keeps showing my hands going fast and I don't know why it's doing that. Anyway, let's get to these questions. Fuck yeah, it. Let's get to the questions. questions before they. Uh... All right. Our first question from Eat the Hype. He said, Who? Do you think. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you think we'll see any changes to places to approach to PC support in 2024? Last of Us, Horizon, God of War sequels, others like Gran Turismo and Ghost on a PC yet? So what's your thoughts? Do you think we'll get some different type of strategy from PlayStation for their PC games? So I think uh, it was already rumored this year that a bunch of that stuff was coming. Like we know Horizon's coming like very soon. It's had a Steam page since October. Um, I definitely think we'll see Last of Us 2 at some point this year because, again, I keep seeing people go, why did this game need a remaster? It didn't, but this makes sense when you consider that they're inevitably porting this game to PC. Uh, so while doing all that work, get it out on PS5 and then throw it on a PC when it's ready. Uh, I definitely think we'll see Ragnarok on there at some point. Um, Tsushima might come this year. Um, I, I definitely think you're going to continue to see Sony franchises on the place on the PC. They sell and it allows consumers to double dip. I mean, look, I own, yes, I would, Donnie, I, you know, I am 100% with you. Like, give me the infamous franchise on PC and I'll play it like instantly. Give me the infamous franchise on the PS5. I'll play it there too. Like, bring it, bring it. Like, you're on money. Like, they're sitting on money. Uh, but no, like, the, it allows double dipping. Like, look, I already own Horizon Zero Dawn on on PC. I own Days Gone on PC. Uh, I want to own the rest of the available ones on PC, but uh, I actually need a better computer since my graphics card has four gigs of VRAM and can't even run God of War. So. Damn shame. Yeah. yeah I mean, the Echo was uh, daily. Sorry to echo what Haley said earlier. I mean, the more people get to play the game, the better. Uh, so I do hope this trend exactly. continues. And, you know, if this pumps in more money into the studios creating this content so they can create additional awesome stuff that us uh, PlayStation owners get to play years ahead of the PC crowd, um, I'm all for it. Like, even better late than never. Yeah, I think um, it's cool getting all the stuff on PC, and I think we'll get more and more, because I think it's working. Even when it comes out busted, people are still buying it, so... Yeah. Kind of working, so... Why would, why would they change their strategy if it's broke? If it ain't broke, don't fix it, and it's, for the most part, not broke. Even though games are coming out janky as fuck soon as they hit PC, people are still buying it, and people are still waiting for it to get past to enjoy it, so... Yeah, yep, yep. Yeah. yeah. All right. Our next question is, does it have a name to it? What do you mean it doesn't have a name to it? This was, oh, this, this was also from Donnie. That's why it was all in one bong. Oh, okay. It was all in one big bundle. So, Okay, it says, do you see Sony announcing a new media venture off one of their IPs in 2024? If so, which one? Didn't they I mean, say, didn't something about, say something about Ghost of Tsushima? Getting a TV show or something like that? A movie? So we already knew that that was a thing. It's going to have the John Wick director attached to it, I believe. Um, And I believe it's a movie, not a show. As for new media venture, didn't we, like, when they were at CES and showing some of their stuff, um, didn't they just kind of, like, tease Gravity Rush as one that's getting it? 
They sent Gravity Rush a while ago, too. I know that they also showed Patapon for some fucking reason in there. There you go. Which, I don't know how you make a, a secondary media output for Patapon, but sure. TV show. Yeah. Cartoon show for kids. Patapon. Saw. Paul yeah. Rapper the Rapper. Bring that back. <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> you can make Starring Chris rapper. Pratt. Oh, God. Oh, God no. <laughs> I that joke is that joke is officially dead now. Uh, I I've I beat it to the death of just throwing Chris Pratt's oh, name out there. Oh, that um, joke has been dead for years. I know. Also, <laughs> I want I want to point out in that in that vein, Margot Robbie came out and said she's taking a break from acting because people are probably sick of my face. And I'm like, why are you the one doing this and not Chris Pratt? Like you're talented. Like uh, yeah, they're both fine in my opinion. Um but yeah, uh yeah, it must be so bad to have so much exposure that you got to go back to your uh, many mansions and <laughs> just chill for a while. But anyway, um, uh, I, I mean, they already announced God of War, correct? Like that that's coming yeah, to Prime. Yeah, it was announced. Yeah. Yes, God of War uh, is coming to Prime. Uh, Horizon is doing uh, Netflix, I believe. Okay. All right. Um, um, they already have Spider-Man on the MCU, so that's not happening. Um uh, Hey yeah. man, there that Madam Web thing just seems like a monstrosity. If you saw the news that came out about that this week, they originally I, planned for ta- for uh, Andrew Garfield's Spider Man to be the Spider Man that's referenced oh. at the end of the movie, and then they changed plans to Tom Holland, and then they changed plans again to just remove that entirely. And it's like, what are we fucking doing? <laughs> I'm confused by that whole venture, anyway. But yes. yeah, yeah. So I, I yeah. don't really. I'm trying to think of something. I mean, Ghost seems like a very easy thing to to add they already did the grand turismo like what's left on the playstation lineup to to jack and dexter baby jack and dexter okay so we're gonna do like a no no i I could see that doing a six like mini episode animated thing like 30 minutes an episode jackson dexter go on an adventure maybe i don't know you could do infamous (laughs) you could do kill zone you could do I think those are so old uh, these days, though. That like, is there a mark? Like, if you bring the Killzone show out there, like, what is this? Man in the High Castle Part Two. Yeah, I mean, Man in the Killzone Castle. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm. I guess I'm for it. Last you could also do Resistance, get... but that that might get Last of Us. Okay, hold on a sec. Um, yeah, I. It, you know, to me, as long as the, as the quality is there, I think this will continue to happen. Uh, I am very nervous about the God of War because I love that franchise uh, very much, and, I, and I'm just like, you guys, don't screw it up. Don't pull a Halo. Please don't pull a Halo. Did you see the actor for Halo came out and was like, hey, man, you can't have a show and not show the main actor's face, and I'm like... Or butt. I, I'm like, have y'all ever seen Power Rangers? Have y'all <laughs> ever seen... Like... Yeah. I don't know the well, Mandalorian. Yeah, I was gonna say like that was the whole point of the Mandalorian for like the whole, almost the whole first season. Yeah, they made it a big deal, and then when he and showed when his he face, took his helmet off, it was a he, big deal. Yeah, then when he showed his face, he got punished for it. That right. was the whole point of it. Like, yeah, you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> I mean, I know actors want to like emote with their facial expressions, but I'm not looking for a Master Chief who can give me that depth of uh, acting aficionado that I would get from someone else. I'm looking for a giant green Spartan machine 
to wreck alien ass. Like that's that's what I also, want. Yes, and also, fight aliens you, and zombies. When you see Chief, you're supposed to be inspired for hope. The promotional yeah. image keep putting out for him makes him look like a tyrant. I'm like, that's the complete opposite image of. Yeah, and their Chief. plot was their plot was just nonsense. I yeah. I, it's it's weird when the 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 young adult Halo books get the theme of the the franchise so much better than uh, the, the young adult Halo ever. books were actually written by writers at Bungie. Like that's I know, that's the point. I know I know, but like they maybe they should have had those Bungie folks writing this stuff too. Because if they would have done something like the Fall of Reach instead of whatever nonsense they're doing, um. Anyway, yeah, yeah. All right. Let's go to our next question from D-Life. Yes, question for the show. What is the best looking limited edition PS model? Could be any, any gen. Uh, PS4 Kratos is X. Nice. I will say PS4 Darth Vader. Okay. Very okay. cool. Uh, I was just going to say the recent Spider-Man. I like the way the black and the red look in the Spider-Man um, plates. I, I don't know if that's a good console design. Um, and I like the controller as well. It looked pretty cool. Um, yeah, you know, it's really neat how, how you can really personalize your uh, PlayStation. But mine's just sitting like on a shelf, so I don't feel the need to accessorize it beyond the white whale color. Uh, Don- Donnie might also like uh, to mention his PS4 with uh, Nathan Drake on it. Oh, that's a good one too. Cool. Yeah. I don't remember many special editions for like PS3 or whatnot. Like they were just different colors, right? I think there was one, but I can't remember off the top of my head. And I'm not going to try to. All right. Yeah. Moving right along. Yeah. Our next question from Smoking Joe <laughs> What are your top three colors of the Dual Sense controller? Number one. Ooh, I didn't bring number prompt. two. Haley, uh, is that blue? This is also an audio podcast. You might okay, so <laughs> this is the cosmic red, uh, <laughs> not cosmic red, sorry, the uh, whatever the newest red one is that uh, the volcanic red. That's correct. That's a good uh, one. The galactic purple. Oh, and it is purple. Over <laughs> here, I've got the pink one. Nice. Also, I didn't bring props. I recorded my room, and my PlayStation is like right there. I, I said I didn't bring props. Like, uh, my props are in the corner over there. I'd have to get up and get them, but it, it's an audio medium, so we're good. Um, I also, also have a visual medium. I also have purple. Uh, purple is my personal favorite. Uh, it's the color of royalty, and um, I am a lord after all. Uh, I also enjoyed the teal color. Um, I think it's based off the Horizon game, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, the teal and, color was one of the first like six colors they released. Just, like, yeah, completely. yeah, it's like a teal with like a light. I want to say rose or pink highlight to it or something like that. That looks nice. Yeah. Um. And and uh, other than that, I I like like I said again, like copying my answer from before. I thought that Spider Man controller looked really cool. And if I see it on sale in the future, I might go for it. But um, yeah, for the most part, um, both PS4 and PS5, I'm purple all the way. How about you, Delvin? What do you have? Yeah. Give me the black one. Mm-hmm. Give me the red one, the first red they came out with. And give me the powder blue type color. Nice. Okay. Very cool. All right. Our next question. Also from Smoking Joe. 
He asks, what made you a PlayStation fan? And what the heck is CW? <laughs> okay. So what the heck is CW? It's most of the television shows that I watch, like Arrow, Supergirl, The Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, The 100, uh, Constantine was NBC, but like essentially got folded into the Arrowverse. Uh, Superman and Lois, Riverdale, uh, Supernatural, like all that. Like that's CW, like those shows. It is a uh, mid network with mid shows <laughs> that are mid entertaining. <laughs> but it's fine because it's they're fine. They're good. I mean, it, it's like, listen, I, I know that I'm not watching highbrow entertainment, but you know what? I'm having a blast while watching it. So who cares? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. If you enjoy it, go uh, for it. And I mean, like, I'm not turning my camera around, but right behind my TV is a supernatural poster. Right over on uh, uh, over top of my bed is an arrow poster uh, and a Riverdale poster. And then beside my bed is a Riverdale poster and a Flash poster. And then, like I said, over here, I've got the 100. Like, you know, you I got, I got plenty of CW. You're keeping them in business. Uh-huh. And, yeah. and they're not in business anymore. And also behind well, you me, failed your job. Uh, and also behind me, Smallville, that was also, well, it was originally a WB show, but then WB got purchased by CW. Uh, Smallville was also a CW show. Um, but the, it, I enjoy their, their stuff, right? Um, and then <laughs> uh, what got me into PlayStation? It was just the first console I had, and that's kind of like where I like started. Like, Because like we, we had like the Super Nintendo, but only for like a couple months before it broke, and then we didn't get another console until PS2. Um, and I played that a bunch until that broke. Then I had an Xbox, like the original Xbox, and then PS3, or PS4, <laughs> and then, you know, uh, everything in there. Um, no, it's just like, it's what I had and what I played on mostly, right? So uh, it wasn't anything specific. It wasn't like, oh, that's what all my friends had or anything, right? So, yeah. All right. What got me into PS, well, PlayStation was um the PlayStation 1. I was there since the beginning, and um, I remember playing the first lineup of games I got for PS1 was Jumping Flash, Battle Arena Toshinjin, and this little game called Resident Evil. Yeah. And when I started playing Resident Evil, I thought it was the coolest shit in the world. Like, oh, this isn't a game for kids. This is for adults. Mm-hmm. Look at this. Look at this guy. He walks in the room with the zombies biting off this guy's head. You're killing these monsters. You're running after four giant dogs. This game is amazing. And I kind of just been there ever since because it, it felt like whereas Nintendo at the time, which is a silly notion because it wasn't necessarily like that. Nintendo at the time felt like a game console for kids. Even though that's not necessarily true, but it, it, was, it had an element of that. PlayStation kind of felt like, all right, this is the progression from little kid to big, to big kid, essentially, with games like a little bit more mature like Metal Gear, Resident Evil, then you like had like Silent Hill and stuff like that kind of made you feel like you were growing up a little bit more. Where instead of like, you know, even though now I love those games even more now, like instead of playing Mario and stuff like that, you're playing a little bit more mature games with a little darker themes. And I kind of really dug that from PlayStation. I kind of just guess it really stuck with me since th- that day. Nice. Very good. Um, you're probably at that right age too, where you're ready for more adult content. Exactly. Yeah. Um, 
Excellent. Well, I, I jumped all over the place. I started with a Commodore 64, went to a Sega Genesis, then an N64, then an original Xbox, Xbox 360. And then it was time to either get the next Xbox series or the, uh, the, the PS4. And at the time, it was a very simple choice for me because all my friends were getting a PS4. So I wanted to play Star Wars Battlefront with my friends. And that's the console we picked. So that's what I went. And I've been hooked on PlayStation ever since. Uh, I knew that we were going to come. I had fan hits like from back in the day, like a Resident Evil and a God of War. So I was already familiar with some of the games on the console. And like I said, after PlayStation 4 hit um, and and my shift away from more multiplayer content to a single player experience led me to the PlayStation and I I'm hooked. Uh, and, and, the, and if the transition from PS4 to PS5 matches the transition from PS5 to PS6, Odds are I'm going to be staying in this boat for for a while because um, I'm quite comfortable with with the way it's turned out. Um, even though I do miss some of the Xbox stuff, um, it, the, thankfully the majority of the content is available on um, PlayStation. You know, with the exception, of course, of like a Halo or a Splinter Cell. But yeah, I still have that 360 that I can fire up whenever. So my answer is very very simple. Uh, my friends had a PlayStation Four, so I went with PlayStation Four. Nice. Pretty good answer, to say the least. Yeah. We had fun playing Battlefront for a while until we got sick of the grind. Um, Star Wars, I mean, flying around in a ship or whatnot, AT, AT um, it's great. All right. Our next question for, how do I say this name, Bailey? Uh, they are from the, if it's who I think it is, they are from the GMG Discord. I don't actually know how to pronounce their name. Humar Whittle. Good job. What are your recommendations for games on PlayStation Plus? Can it be games you found on your way or the games that are currently available at the higher tiers? There's okay. a lot of stuff on PlayStation uh, Plus. For, first one I'm recommending to you right off the bat if you haven't played it yet, Guardians of the Galaxy. Go. Go nuts. Right now. Great game. Uh, the uh, It's on Extra. Um... I'll also recommend, um, and this is like the the um, Idos Montreal one. It's not the Telltale Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, like very very good game. Um, also, uh, Ghostwire Tokyo is on there, which it's not for everyone, but good good game. Uh, I believe Deathloop is there as well. If you're into like arcane style games. Um, what else? Stray. Metal Hellsinger? I think Stray's on there. Stray's pretty good. Stray is no longer on there. Boo! Tomatoes! It, it left. It left. <laughs> um, uh, Teardown is available right now. That's pretty fun. Um, there's, there's lots, really. Uh, and I think the catalog will also recommend games to you based on what you play yourself. So that will also help you as well. Uh, it will just recommend like out of pocket if you're only playing like racing games, for example. It's not going to go out here and recommend a card based game to you, right? But you know, um, there's a lot on there that's, that's uh, if you're on like the higher tier where you have access to like the, the classic, uh, I believe uh, all the second filter games are there. Um, those are pretty good. 
And also in that tier, you would get remasters in which I would recommend uh, Red Faction, uh, Gorilla Remastered. Uh, John 32, I have not played Two Stars. Sorry. I can't recommend a game I haven't played. That's a good recommendation, though. That was a really good recommendation. I, like it, I've heard it's a good game, but I'm not going to recommend something I haven't personally played. Yeah. I I looked up what's on PS Plus Extra, and there's quite a few games on there I, I can recommend. Resident Evil 2, Just Cause 3, Lego City Undercover. I don't recommend Session. Session sucks. Um, Tiny Tina's Wonderland. There's some good games. Good game. uh, Tiny, Tiny Tina, yeah. Um, if you're, in, if you're into D&D and Borderlands, great mix right there. Evil West, the game that we were talking about today. Nobody Saves the World. There's some pretty good games on there. Uh, if I'm Plague looking at Tale it, Requiem is very good. I I was Hopefully this list is accurate. I, I should have done better homework with this, but Bioshock no. Remastered uh, is on there. That, that was a lot Give of me fun. A I, Give I, me a I, second. I can look it up right now. I've got the app on my phone. Okay. Yeah. Well, I I pulled up a an article from Eurogamer, so hopefully they're not lying to me. But what, what's um, the date on the article? Uh, oh man, that's all the way at the top. It's a giant list. It is as of January twenty twenty four. Okay, so it might be. Yeah, it came out on the tenth. Um, but anyway, uh, also Dragon Ball Z Fighter Z. I don't play too many fighter games, but Dragon Ball Z Fighter Z is to me the the best mirroring of because it's from Arc, if I'm not mistaken, who did uh, Guilty Gear and Blaze Blue, and that I played that game for hours. And if you were a fan of the anime series, it's a great uh, game. I, I highly recommend it. Um, it's also very accessible because it you can literally set it up to where you can do specials very easily. Yeah, uh, and and so if as someone who gets kind of confused with the complicated buttons of uh, some of the other fighter games out there, I did appreciate the simplicity, and then I know like I still suck at it because when I watch like fights online, people are doing things that I could only uh, dream of. Um, so, look looking at the flag, uh, or not like the the flagged items for PS Plus in my phone, uh, Bioshock. Uh, any of the Bioshocks do not appear to be flagged for PS Plus. Oh, okay. Because Bioshock uh, Remastered was was fantastic. Um, uh-huh. um, now this this may be where the app is not showing it to me because I I bought Bioshock the collection like when they released it. So for me, it just says purchased. Uh, but sometimes it'll still show me the option that it's on PS Plus if it's there. I'm just not seeing it. So just cancel okay. your subscription. It's okay. It's okay. It's <laughs> I mean, if any of the Far Cry like uh, five or six are on there, those those are uh, I believe six might be on classic right now, which would be included with the extra tier. Okay, uh, but we don't have Ubisoft Plus proper, so yeah. Uh, All right. Next question. I think this is a great question from Hollywood Bones. Yes. What's a video game system that you never owned, but really wanted when you were younger? Whatever the answer is, will you try to buy it now that you're thinking about it? There you go. So, what's the system that you always wanted that you never had? Uh, I I can't say that I ever wanted it, but I never owned an N64. That's a uh, good one. 
Yeah, they, got some, um, they got some good games on that N64. I play like I when I would go over to friends' houses, they'd have an N64, and I play there. But like, sure, yeah, yeah. I I didn't have one personally, so would I go out and buy one right now? No, but that's because I don't want to deal with the hassle of trying to like buy uh converter or whatever compo- uh, composite inverter and yep, an HDMI yep, yep. out. Like, fuck that shit. No, yeah. Yeah, I had to get one of those for my Sega Genesis. Um, but yeah, I completely understand. Also, the the one game that I missed uh, from having an N sixty four was Ocarina of Time, and I got oh. that on the three and I got that on the three DS. So I'm good to go. Like, and I can play it anywhere. So, uh, but yeah, definitely some some classics on the on the N sixty four. Delvin, what what has escaped your wishes, and what did you what did you wish you had as a child growing up? Um, Sega Saturn. Oh, very cool. That's Never a had a Sega Saturn. Yeah. Always wanted one. Never had one. Never yeah. even played it. Oh, crazy. That and a TurboGrafx-16. I don't even know. That sounds familiar, but like I, would, I couldn't pull that it, out of a lineup if I saw it. It's, yeah, I know. It's old. Yeah. I couldn't even tell you what it looks like. There is a TurboGrafx-16 with a system that came out around the time of, I want to say... Super NES and Genesis. Okay. And while Sega was touting Sonic and Nintendo was touting Mario, TurboGrafx-16 was touting Bunk, <laughs> who was a caveman with a big-ass head who smashed things. <laughs> I'm just a simple caveman video game mascot. <laughs> and they had the game oh, Bunk's man. Big Adventure. That was a huge, okay. huge thing. But yeah. That's the only game I remember from it, but yeah, I wanted the Turbo Graphics 16 when it was popular. Yeah, um, I, I have my joke answer is a 3DO or Jaguar. My real I had a Jaguar, but yeah, yeah, I, I, I had a couple of neighbors growing up who had a 3DO and the other one had a Jaguar, and we were playing these like weird games. But in hindsight, those games were probably terrible, uh, and those systems didn't last very long. So I'm sure the library is not, not very deep. Uh, so I'm gonna go with um. A PlayStation One, because when I had the N64, I, I was kind of like really looking over there with the Resident Evil, like you were saying, Delvin, and and just like, well, that's really cool. And and, and the kids that I used to babysit, their dad had a PlayStation One, and so of course I was playing Resident Evil in front of them kids. Um, they, I was told not to do that uh, after that one night, but you know it's okay. Uh, and and it just and he was seemed, put on a watch list. Yeah, I was put on a watch. <laughs> Uh, but it just seemed like, like you were, you were saying earlier, and I totally relate to that. The, the time to grow up, you know, when I I was looking so much uh, and they have some of those games on N64, but like the more adult themed, uh, games. And, and I think I finally hit that stride when I got the uh, original Xbox. So yeah, PS1 would have been cool. And will I buy one now? No. Yeah. I, if anything, I'll sign up for one of these, uh, streaming services and play the games that way. That makes the most sense. All right, this next question, well, we have another question on here, but I'm going to save this one for the next episode because I want to do some research on this one. So that okay. retro code, we're going to hold on to that question because that's a good question. Okay, so let me just point out because the uh, that retro code sends in questions all the time. Uh, I, I, put, I always will default to um, usernames because I'm not sure that certain people are okay. Well, that's Eddie V. That's his name. Yeah, I that's there's a frequent question asker. So just Delvin wants to do some research. So we've got your question. It's in the doc. It will be answered. 
but we're going to yeah. save it for the next episode. That'll help me the, too. That'll this help is me a too. really good question. Now, but the question was, which state of play was your favorite? But there's been a lot of them. So I want to kind of look yeah. at the state of plays yeah. and kind of go through mm-hmm. them first before I make that decision. Yeah. So we'll go, we'll skip that one. We'll go to this question from WFOD show. And he asked me, is WFOD your people? This is a very controversial question because they asked the question on PSVG. And I know this person. And I was like, they are not my people. And they were greatly offended me saying this. <laughs> so, yes, WFOD is my people, even though he asked that terrible question. There you go. It's what, what is WFOD? Yeah, I it's don't know pod- what that is. It is a podcast. And I'll say their name. And then you'll see why. Okay. <laughs> they asked the question. Great podcast, by the way. Okay. The podcast is called Wheelbarrow Full of Dicks. Oh. Terrible name. Great podcast. All right. They, they have a lot of um they do a lot of interviews with some great guests and stuff like that. Like um directors for movies and they they have a little fun podcast show, kind of like variety type show. It's a really okay. cool podcast. Cool. People people should check it out. It's a little bit on the blue collar side, but I think people who get the comedy will get it and enjoy it. With a name like that, if they weren't a little blue, I'd be concerned. Yeah, and like I said, they, they get some really good guests on there. Some really good surprise celebrity guests. They had um Tyree from The Walking Dead talking about a movie I talked about on um they they were the reason why I ended up watching the movie. It was the angry girl and her monster. Wait, they had and, Chad Coleman on? Yeah, he was on the show. He that, was talking about that's that's interesting because yeah. uh, because uh, we've had a couple questions about CW. Chad Coleman is a frequent uh, frequent CW actor as well. Yeah, he was oh, on the okay. show and it was a really good interview. And his interview made me want to watch the movie. It's called Angry Black Girl and Her Monster. It's a really fantastic movie. And I wouldn't have known about that movie unless I heard until I heard about it on that podcast. And I'm like, oh, this is a really good movie. And they've done like a couple of, um, they interviewed a couple of movie directors that I've, I went back and watched their little indie movie. Like, this is a really good movie. So, yeah. Got some interesting things from it. Cool. All right. Our next question. Well, this, this is from Matthew Dawson, yeah. a.k.a. Hopper2400. He asked, you already know I want to talk to you about. We already talked about it, but we can talk about it a little bit more. He wants to know our thoughts on the Indiana Jones game. Yeah, I mean, Indiana Jones looks cool. Um, I, I like Indy. Um, it's my favorite part was people were wondering when this game was going to be set if they'd have to talk about Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. And, Absolutely you know, damn, not. They do not. They, were, <laughs> they do not. They, they, were not, they were not doing that shit. Instead, my current question is, is Short Round going to appear in the game? As a little bit older, right? Because the Temple of Doom so, prequel. Where, so the you time, were... where, where the timeline sits... Uh, short round would be a teenager. Yeah, I, yeah. I know people hate short round, but I love short round. I love. What's the, the hate? Because it's not. It's not. So short round was a very stereotypical character at the yeah. time. Very true. It, yeah. It, it it led to the actor who I don't want to butcher his name. It's key. He's also he's been on Loki season two. Is the last yeah. He's a life. fantastic actor, by the way. If oh yeah. Ki Hoi Kwan, I believe. Close enough. Is, 
is his is his name. Uh, it kind of led to him not getting roles for like twenty years, like yeah. that. He's he kind of got fucked over with that movie. He's a great actor, but like well, he kind of got fucked like, wasn't over. Was he also in the Goonies? So like, yes, he was. Yes, he but the Goonies an stereotype there. Yeah, I mean, he was like, he was typecast, and because he was typecast, once the eighties ended, they were like, we don't need this this character anymore. Oh, I see. Oh, well, that's yeah, a, that's fucked up. Yeah. yeah. So it got, led yeah, to him like okay. not getting any big roles. So his, I believe, his big reappearance in movies is in Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Yes, that is yes, correct. Very much so. And he was yeah. fantastic in that, and then that's starting to get him. He was in a couple other shows too, and it, he's yeah. kind of getting his a resurgence in his career and stuff like that. And, and my favorite so- thing was him reuniting with Harrison Ford, who was so happy to see him. No, I've I've seen the coverage. It's great, and uh, I so. that's such a bummer. I was under the impression, uh, of course, like stupidity of hollywood and, and stereotypes of playing afoot i should have thought of that more uh but i i thought he just kind of went behind the scenes and now he's in front of the camera again oh no um, he, no he was not but, working but no he was, he was like period. it's okay. kind of the same like it's not the same because obviously this situation dealt with racism but it's why you didn't see brendan fraser for a number of years brendan fraser actually got blacklisted um for a while because, you know, Brandon Fraser had uh, a lot of stuff happen to him as as well. Like he was correct, was but he was industry abuse. blacklisted for speaking out against his abuser. Yeah, That's so he, he if yeah. he was in the Me Too era, I think it would have been a hell of a lot different. But yeah, um, well, that's unfortunate because I I know stereotypes are a thing and they can be hurtful for people. But like I as a character, short round, like I thought it was a very entertaining ad. And, and like I like the fact that he was driving around and like telling the lady to shut up. <laughs> like, I thought it was cool. I, you know, because yeah. because it was just to me the like classic like oh here's a kid sidekick type of deal, and they're always a little quirky, uh, and this one just so happened to be Asian. Um, but I guess I have a more naive uh, outlook. On no, it. it's so it's it's more of a retrospective looking back at short round that character's not great, okay. but I mean, well, Temple of Doom in general has some very questionable things in it. I love the movie for what it is; it's a movie of its time, but. If you watch Temple of Doom, you're like, oh, okay. I, I get it's, why people have their problem with it. A lot of the indie movies have stuff in them that's like, oh, this was that was its time. Yeah, because it's a, it's a throwback to those. It's a, The best way to describe the Indiana Jones movie, it's a modern pulp movie from the 30s. Like, you, yes. you ever watch like, the pulp movies from the 30s? It's a modern take on that. Yeah. And it has the good tropes as well as the bad tropes in it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's if you listen to some of the uh, dialogue of the first movie Raiders of the Lost Ark and like you try to start doing the math of when they the two main characters met, you're like, oh, that something's not adding up. And then she yeah, goes, I was I was a kid. You yeah, know, it's like, it was like 14 Jesus. or 13 something like that. Yeah. Yeah, and then, you know, it as a kid, when I saw Temple of Dune, I'm like, Dad, I don't want to watch the movie with the child slavery and the heart ripping out. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and, you know, it has a fun, has its fun moments. Um, but it's definitely, I, I do have a theory that you you need Nazis in an Indiana Jones movie. I agree. Uh, I it, it, the, the ones with the Nazis in them are way better than the ones without the Nazis. Uh, I, I agree. It, Indiana Jones just feels right punching Nazis. Oh yeah, like when the opening of the trailer and where the like with again what headbutt the guy like oh, I was like yes bad not let me let me point out this is done by Machine Games who whose most recent controversy yeah. quote unquote was the hub hullabaloo 
that the internet was in uproars when their promotional material for Wolfenstein 2 was there are a lot of ways you can kill a Nazi with a hatchet. And people yeah. were like, you can't do that. And they're like, what the fuck's the problem with killing Nazis? I thought Nazis was like the one last villain we can do anything we wanted to because they were a bunch yeah. of evil scumbags who, uh, you know, should should never grace this earth again. And unfortunately, that's a whole other thing. But yeah, yeah we, I, won't, I, we won't get into nope, that. But, nope, nope, but, but like, if, if fuck Nazis, kill them with all the hatchets you can. Yeah. Yeah, and and yeah. Uh, you know, I they're always a go-to bad guy in Villain, my opinion, yeah. and um, yeah. I, and and especially given like my personal favorite Indiana Jones is the Last Crusade because Sean Connery is just amazing as Indy's dad, and I think it has the humor, the light, and all that other kind of fun stuff. Plus, I am a sucker for Arthurian legends, and anytime we're going for that Holy Grail, be it Monty Python or Indiana Jones, I'm in for it. Um, yes. So, so I'm yeah. hoping that the Indiana Jones game that's coming out is going to be more of like a Last Crusade than anything else. I agree. All yeah, right, it'll be it'll be interesting to see where it takes place. Our final question, and before I even say what our final question is, Donnie, you can leave the show now. Thank you for listening. Uh-huh. We appreciate you. I know you don't want to hear this final question, but we have to answer it because it was asked. So. Coach Smith, 1993, asks, where did the Arrowverse go wrong, and why is it when they tried to backdoor the Suicide Squad pilot? Okay. I remember that. So, little bit of, little bit of confusion here. Uh, again, Don, thank you for listening. I'm sure you don't want to listen to us ramble about this. Uh, they actually did not try to backdoor pilot Suicide Squad. Um, that is a misconception. What they did try to backdoor pilot was uh, a, a villain show that had nothing to do with Suicide Squad. Um, the reason that the Suicide Squad stuff felt so tacked on afterwards is that DC executives went straight to the show and were like, hey, we plan to make a Suicide Squad movie. You have to stop using these characters. That is correct. Which I is, remember that. Ex- which is exactly why after season two, you stop seeing Manu Bennett until like season five. Uh, and in season three, when you see Deadshot again, he immediately gets killed off. Um, I personally don't really think the show, like the Arrow itself, went downhill. There are some lower quality seasons. Like season three is definitely lower quality. Uh, and it's because they try to pit Oliver against his team for some fucking reason. But, you know. Also, they mispronounce Rachel Ghoul, like, repeatedly to an annoying degree. Yeah, they go, Roz. <laughs> Yes, yes, yeah. yes, they say Roz, it's Raish. Um, and really, I think the Arrowverse itself actually strengthened in quality once you added like the Flash in there uh, as the comedic value, and then Supergirl really evened out the roster, and then Legends just, Legends is chef's kiss. Like, I, I cannot tell you how amazing it is to have an episode of, of that show revolve around Gorilla Grodd trying to kidnap Barack Obama. <laughs> yeah, that was absolutely, yeah. Was okay. I, I, I will oh, say wow. this. I think to the Arrowverse's credit, and discredit for that matter, I think the DC movie universe got in the way of the thing that the Arrowverse could have did great. Yeah. Because it seemed like every time Arrowverse was like, hey, we want to use this character, then they got the ball rolling on using the character. DC was like, nah, we're going to use the character. You can't use that character no more. Oh, so there were a whole cool. storyline they had to just stop doing 
because yeah. they can't so, use the characters. Well, for example, in season five of Arrow, they introduced Ragman, which is a, a very like out there DC character. He's he has in the power like, of cleaning. Four... He's Ragman. No, he has the <laughs> this man absorbs a nuclear blast. Okay, this man like literally absorbs a nuke. And he goes um, for Rag. <laughs> Would have yeah, been like out of their like, match. I don't know. His they're cousin like is like eight. Yeah, they're like okay. ancient. Okay. They're okay. like ancient right. rags from like I forget the civilization. That's fine. Like it's, he's an out there character, and they were yeah. getting the ball rolling on him being part of the team. He's in it for okay. four episodes, and like. Because DC yeah. was like, no, we, we we plan to do something with this character. Um, or in Legends of Legends of Tomorrow, season one, uh, the whole plot revolves around like uh Hawkman and Hawkgirl had to stop using them because they wanted oh. to do a Hawkman movie. Um oh. and uh, let me uh, let yeah. me say he's, this. He's, and I've always thought this for years, even before DC started doing it. I think it's the stupidest idea if you have a character on TV. And you're making a movie to take that character off of TV. It's so ridiculous. Why can't you have both? Yeah. Here's here's my favorite part. So you know about Gotham, right? Yes. It, yeah. Okay. It is not connected to the Arrowverse at all. It nope. had nothing to do with why Batman never showed up. To the point that people were like, well, the CW can't have Batman because Fox has Batman. No. What? The CW wasn't allowed to have Batman. Because DC's exact words is Batman may never grace the television screen again. Only the silver screen. What a stupid notion, by the way. Adam West is rolling over if he was buried or I don't know what it, but like literally DC's entire thing was Batman cannot appear on screen on television film only. And it was ridiculous to the point, by the way, which I love Green Arrow as a character in the comics. Green Arrow in both Smallville and uh, and the Arrowverse are essentially Batman in a Green Arrow costume. Just yeah, essentially Batman. Like, yeah, he seems a lot more uh, gritty and and like you, you know and dark in the Arrowverse yeah. than he does. And like, you know why that is? It's because they could not have Batman on screen. So they're like, fuck it, Green Arrow show. Okay. But he's Batman. Like essentially, li- literally, they like Green Arrow and Batman share a rogues gallery, and they also share animosity yeah. towards each other. Yeah, they yeah, both no, don't like each other. A, right? a, a fun cartoon uh, that showed that relationship really well like was was uh, Brave and the like Bold, um, Brave and yeah, the Bold Brave cartoon the Bold series. Like... Um, they kind of showed yeah. off the competition between Green Arrow and Batman, like who's better, who's the better rich guy. I mean, like, but see, that's why those characters work so well together. Yeah, correct. They 100%. Clash with each other, right? But yeah. DC's thing was, well, no, Batman's too popular of a character. We don't want him on TV, uh, that's movies only. Nonsense. So that's the reason they were why like, you should have him on TV. Yeah. <laughs> Again. Uh, to the point that Gotham ends with a flash forward like 10 years in the future where he puts on a costume, but you can't see the bat symbol because, again, Batman can't be on TV. Uh, and they do an entire Batwoman show. Uh-huh. No yeah. Bruce Wayne. No no Bruce Wayne at all. Yeah. A character that is directly related to Bruce Wayne. Not yeah. on show. They had Kevin Conroy in the Arrowverse. Right, yeah. As Elseworlds Batman. Not right. allowed to wear the bat suit. Oh, let's not talk about a uh, uh, Teen Titans. My favorite. No, oh, tight, uh, um, Titans. TV yeah, no, they had yeah. Batman. It was the guy from Game of Thrones. Um, it was, and it was the most ridiculous fucking of a timeline I've ever seen. Because he, with Crisis he, on Infinite Earths, Titans became connected to Arrow, and guess what? Oh, no that way. timeline makes no fucking sense. That's also, so strange. Oh also, my god. 
he wasn't really Batman. He was correct. Bruce he was, Wayne. No, he, he never was in costume. Yeah. He was yes. always just wearing a suit, and he's yeah. like, oh, I see you've spent all my money. Spoilers <laughs> for Titans, a show you should never watch, because it's not good. I gave up after uh-huh. one season. There was a plot line where he, Batman murders Joker, Yep, and you don't see it. Correct. All you see is him drop a bloody crowbar on the fucking floor. Which, by the way, can we point out the irony of Batman that, killing the Joker, the Joker with a with fucking crowbar? Um, do you understand the significance of that? Oh yeah, I'm a big Batman fan. I I could pull out the no. comic right now from behind me. No, no, no. <laughs> my favorite part is he does this before Jason Todd even died. Oh, Jason so Todd's not. Oh, yet. so it's and preemptive. He kills, he, oh. he kills the Joker before Jason Todd is even dead. Like they don't find Jason until two episodes later, yes. and. Yeah. Okay. You know, you can do whatever you want with comics because it is one of those things that I think should be more nebulous and playful with. But like, come on. Like, if you're going to be referencing things, also, it's very funny to watch Titans now because the actor who plays Reacher plays Hawk. Yes, that's that's correct. And he is so much more jacked on Reacher than he is on Titans. Correct. You can put on on the muscle suit and, and be good. Um, so I've, I've watched the first season of Flash and a few episodes here and there. There was some crossover event that I believe I yeah. saw uh, that you were mentioning, or Haley, and I, I had nothing against it. I just kind of got bored. It was not my soap opera. Like, I'd rather go back so, to X-Men yeah. animated series or something else. But what Which I appreciated fair, about like, the, the Flash first season especially is it had heart. Like, it, yeah. it, it felt it, it was fun. Now you can see and, and the, the special effects were passable. Uh, yeah. You know, and, and compared to the Flash from like the '90s show, the the special effects which, were phenomenal. If, <laughs> if you haven't, um, if you haven't like watched Flash all the way through, you may yeah. not know that what they did with the Flash is they cast, um, fuck it, it's Henry uh, John Henry because, Ship or something like that. Yeah, is John Wesley. The Ship. guy who played, yeah, there you go. The uh, guy who played. Uh, Barry in the 90s show is actually in the show originally oh, yeah. as Barry's yes. dad. Then at some point he get I'm not going to spoil it, but like essentially he leaves as that character and then comes back as multiple different characters. Like he comes back as Jay Garrick. Yeah, um, the guy with the tin and, hat, right? The, yeah. the, the, yep, the speedster yep. with the and tin hat. And then later also comes back as the actual 90s Flash. Oh, yes. cool. Yeah, yeah. Play yeah. around um, with it. I mean, who who cares? Like, the, you know, DC Comics as well. Like, they're, they're there's like one main storyline for sure. But one of the things that DC does, I think a little bit better than Marvel is that they have all these like w- random, like what ifs, like what if Superman and Batman and friends were in a medieval Camelot setting? What if it yeah. was vampire? They, what if it was this? What if it was that? Very well. You know? And, and so like, I, I don't understand these DC executives who are like, Oh, we can't have multiple things at the same time. And it's like, people will get confused. Like one of the, like, the the greatness of these characters is that like they have certain base qualities, but then you can just mix and match the settings, the environments and who they're interacting with and get a brand new story. And, and, and people are smart enough to, to follow along. And that's, um, that's the sad part. Like, of course, like obviously the CW was losing funding. So most of these shows ended prematurely, except sure. arrow and the, which ended when their actors wanted to leave. Okay. Um, but for example, Arrow's final season sets up a spinoff uh, in the future with his daughter as the Green Arrow, 
and uh, Black Canary and the Huntress, right? Like trying to set okay. that up. But of course, CW was losing funding, so that didn't get funded, right? And then um, Legends of Tomorrow's final season sets up Booster Gold right at the end. Canceled because no money, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but like Arrow and Flash ended, and then other stuff followed. But see, the thing is, is Superman and Lois was still going strong, right? Like Superman and Lois' season just ended with Doomsday, right? Oh, cool. uh, with an actual Doomsday fight on television that is let me point out, not actually fully realized because it ends halfway through, but it is almost certainly a better Doomsday scene than Smallville had, because Smallville had Doomsday as well. Probably a better but, Doomsday scene that they had in the, what was that, Batman versus... Oh, it is, 100, it is 100% better than that because it's actual Doomsday and doomsday not Doomsday and not- with fucking lasers from his eyes. Zod zombie. Um, yeah, essentially. Which, that's not even how Doomsday is no, born in not. the first place. Not at all. Um... <laughs> But uh, the sad thing is, is James Gunn is not seeming to learn from this issue. Like, I'm excited for what James Gunn is setting up, but he seemed to be following the exact same executive thing where, nope, Superman and Lois has got to end. All of the stuff needs to be connected, and that's it. That's just so... It's unfortunate. Very strange way of thinking. Oh, and they're also... and Like, so... Delvin, you probably know this, but like they were having like a pretty good animated movie resurgence, right? With like yes. their current like Tomorrowverse. Nope, already ending that. They've started Crisis on Infinite Earths. It's a three-part animated oh, yeah. film event this year. Part one came out now. They already killed off Jensen Ackles' Batman. Fucking stupid. Um, like li- literally, like they're ending all of this because they want everything connected. Which that's gonna backfire on you so fucking hard. Like, do not try and follow Marvel. Like, seriously. Marvel was an accident. It, it wasn't it a was. planned thing, and you're they're trying so hard to force this, and it's just not going to work. I personally love the animated movies, and I thought their new Fifty Two run was better than the comics. It was, um, it, and and I do want to see that Infinite uh, Crisis Earth thing or whatever. But um, yeah, I, I don't know what's going to come next. And frankly, I don't care. I hope again, just go to one offs, like make individual great stories, and if you find a way to intermingle them with other yeah. properties that are going on and you, then you want to call it a universe, go for it. But you're trying to, you're trying to lead that horse to water and force it to drink. And, and yeah, it's just leading into to terrible issues. Um, it is. It's, 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 it's really a shame because the universe was setting up to like have like a final crisis kind of event, right? Like, it's like it, there's infinite crisis. And in the flash, they kind of started revealing. It's like, after uh, uh, Crisis on Infinite Earth, the characters didn't know the multiverse survived. They thought they were the only Earth. But then the final season of Flash starts teasing that, hey, multiverse still exists, and it's now in danger. Okay. Um, but here we are, right? Yeah, strange. And because all the other Arrowverse shows ended, Superman and Lois essentially hard cuts at the end of... Because season one references Oliver Queen and the fact that he's dead and he fought beside Superman. Season two retcons that so hard that it's like ridiculous it's like it's like oh no superman was the only superhero <laughs> on the planet like so weird it, it, yeah retcons it's it so all... hard like the connection in the arrowverse in, in superman and lois season one is so there but then gets cut like there was a scene where kara's picture was on clark's desk at daily planet gone cut um and then oliver gets mentioned in episode 12 and then season two's finale essentially flips it on its head and goes, oh yeah, we're not part of the Arrowverse. Like, what? Like, 
It sounds uh, like uh, the DC clusterfuck has been long and ongoing, and hopefully okay. they can get their uh, poop together and and make something entertaining for everybody. Because I I still love the property, man. I'm still watching this stuff. I. You I know, mean, I'm excited I, for the Supergirl movie. It's going to follow uh, the recent Woman of Tomorrow comics. So, that if they pull that off, that'd be great. Because I, I, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, that's the one where she's off in space, like doing space adventures. So she, it's essentially um, her 21st birthday, and she right. goes to a planet powered planet. by a red yeah, sun. Yeah, okay. So yeah. I did read that. Yeah. So I did have yeah. the DC app for a while, but then I went back to Marvel Unlimited because I like their, I like Marvel comics better in general. But um, if they can pull off that Supergirl uh, show and, and mirror that adventure, that's a lot of fun. Um, and it kind of yeah. shows her really as an individual character and not just living in the shadow of Superman. Yep. This is the nerdiest thing we've ever done. We do a video game podcast. No, yeah. no, no. The nerdiest thing you do is a Transformers game that we need to get back. Uh, Ken, the Viking, Bjorn Turner. <laughs> we correct. need to get that going. Um, but yeah, no, this is pretty nerdy, but I'm all here for it. Um, movies, yeah. games, comics, like this is, this is I my mean, little house. This is my, expect me not to, yeah. to go there. Right. Like I literally, right. yeah. Yeah. Even, I even like the war world, uh, animated movie that came out uh, recently. It's not like, I think the best out there, but it's a very weird, like twilight zoney take on it. Yeah. Um, and they definitely set up like them being some kind of like saviors of the multiverse. Um, Oh, the I, war uh, we'll, we'll the war world arc in the comics that was recent was very good and yeah okay because I do like war world I mean that's that's a lot of fun Mon- was it Mongol it, it Mongol? Added, no. it's Mongol yeah it added yeah. two new characters to the Superman family as well because um, Superman ends up adopting two uh, orphans um, oh the, the, right yeah, yeah. okay yeah. cool yeah All right nice so. I think All we covered right. I think we covered it we covered everything. All right. Thank you guys for listening. We are out. Peace.